Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. Ooh. You got coronavirus. Out here in the fields, I fought for my meals. Osama bin Laden did not enter U.S. soil on September 11, but it was widely acknowledged that he was responsible for inspiring the attack on our country. And the president using the words fight, that is hate speech that inspired and radicalized people. <laughs> I Serious? Are you comparing President Trump to Osama bin Laden? I'm comparing the words of a individual who would incite and radicalize somebody, as Osama bin Laden did, to what President Trump did. If you call others to violence, that itself is a crime. You are fake news. You cannot be serious. Very fake news. He must be impeached. No one cares! Don't you understand, you dumb son of a bitch? Don't you understand? All right. America, go to the YouTube right now. Skag free over he is. Get your clothes back and back out of here! You are a terrific team on all counts. I, I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can all write it and we'll do it live! Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. There was a uh, major windstorm in your neck of the woods this week, I'm told, knocking out your power and your internet connection until just hours ago. Is that accurate? Yeah, that is correct. Our houses are okay, though, so everything's fine. Great. Okay. Well, good news, relatively speaking. Bear with us on any uh, potential tech issues, but that's par for the course. Glad to see uh, that we have the connection uh, available to discuss yet another Dumpster Fire Week, but uh, at least there's comedy material. That's the silver lining each and every week in 2021. Joe Biden uh, set to be inaugurated just as freely and fairly as he was elected, which is to say questionably at best. D.C. is full of uh, D.C. is just in, in full on military enforced lockdown mode right now. So if you'd like to exercise your rights and protest on your uh, your national mall too bad rights revoked be a good boy maybe you'll get your rights restored for the next inaugural but not this one we're learning more about what happened at the capitol raid including the antics of one john sullivan a black lives matter activist now charged with crimes related to instigating and provoking the crowd i had thought some of these claims were a little bit overstated then comes john sullivan known Black Lives Matter organizer activist putting on a Trump hat, encouraging Trump supporters to commit crimes, cheerleading any sort of criminal activity. And I also didn't know last week when we talked about the Ashley Babbitt shooting, guy who filmed the Ashley Babbitt shooting and directed or asked the cops to move away from the scene. And none of this is to say that he's the sole reason the Capitol raid happened. It is to say that the narrative that there were no left wing instigators is plainly false. I mean, this guy's charged. At I this know. Point. And what are we going to call incitement at this point? 
So I'm eager to get into that story because there's a lot of information this week that uh, we, we weren't aware of last week at this time. Uh, Trump, meanwhile, in, in what? News item three, four, five. Trump was impeached again this week. That's how much it's devalued. It's not the number one story. It's back half of the show. Uh, I've talked about it a bunch on my own channel this week, but the, the charge is inciting insurrection. What's going to happen at the Senate trial remains unclear. We'll, we'll go over that just a little bit. Uh, Jacob Blake does his first TV interview since the shooting. And I don't know if you had a chance to watch it. It is hilariously soft, even for good morning America standards. My God, his story is I was right about to surrender after I put the knife back in the car. Then I was going to get on the ground and surrender, but they shot me first. That's the story that we're going with. Are we going to believe that as a you're society? Sp- you're supposed to. You're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Plus, uh, we have a hoax hate duo to close. I know everyone is eager to talk about the manatee. Is the Trump is is the the manatee with Trump carved into his back or at least scratched into the algae on his back? Is that legit or is that one of the more creative hoax hates we've ever seen? <laughs> talk about it. What a bizarre case. Of course, we will, as always, check in with Super Chats on YouTube, Streamlabs, and DLive as well. Ten bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are no good low-down money grabbers. It will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Remember, you can find everything show-related and support the show over on the website. That's mattchristensenmedia.com. One of the many things we have featured over on the website is great deals from friendly listener-owned businesses. This week's feature business is a big supporter of the show. That's our friends over at Charity Swipes. If you own or manage a business, you got to speak to Charity Swipes. They're a credit card processor just like Square or PayPal, but with lower fees, which means you keep more money in your pockets where it belongs. They have solutions for all types of businesses from retail to restaurants to e-commerce. So no matter what kind of business you may have, they have a program to meet your needs. And not only does Charity Swipes help businesses save on their credit card processing costs, but they're all about giving back to the community as well. As the name suggests, they give 30% of their annual profits to charities like Make-A-Wish, Wounded Warriors Project, and the Gary Sinise Foundation. So simply by working with Charity Swipes, You're supporting nonprofits across the country as well. You can get started with Charity Swipes today and receive a free card reader as well as a free setup and training. You can view all of the details of this great offer at charityswipes.com slash MC. Every sign-up greatly supports our show, so if you own a business, do yourself a favor and go check them out. That's charityswipes.com slash MC. Find everything you need from Charity Swipes. Plus, uh, other great offers from the rest of our friendly listener-owned businesses, including Phoenix Ammunition, Sonoran Defense Technologies, Hero Soap Company, and more. That's mattchristensenmedia.com slash deals, deals for listeners, by listeners. Also had a meetup in Phoenix. Looks like a pretty well-attended one. So good for yeah, them. Yeah, look at all those people. That's nice to see. Glad you guys had a uh, fun time. Shout out to Skip for making it happen, I'm told. Skip organized this, so thank you, Skip. And as always, if you guys are looking to make friends with uh, fellow listeners of the show, that's on the community page of the website, mattchristensenmedia.com slash community. You can find fellow listeners there and uh, have a great dinner event like this one. Now, uh, earlier this week, I have a a little bit of an announcement to make. Earlier this week, I had to make the heartbreaking effort. I, I gave you a little preview. The heartbreaking effort of rebuilding, reworking the show's intro, making it a little more current, and using a sounder or two from the uh, incoming president, if that is indeed where we are headed this week. 
It and is. It's, it definitely is. Supposedly, if he doesn't get sniped by a, pro, uh, you know, for all I know, they're going to have the uh, ATF or FBI sniper man from Waco and Ruby Ridge put on a MAGA hat and snipe Joe Biden so they can blame everyone. Don't count. <laughs> don't count your chickens before they hatch. Crazy stuff's going to happen this week. The stage is set. Anyway, so have to plan for the the new 2021. So I'm making the new show inter- very, very similar. I don't want to radically change anything. Without a trained ear, you might not even notice the difference. But with a few um, with a few slight differences coming to the show, we've decided to update the name of the show as well. Starting next week, we will simply be the Matt and Blonde Show. Now, if you didn't know, the show was named in 2016 by a listener. And yes. When the listener gave us that name, we thought it was funny and I ran with it and I put together the show intro and that's how the show was born. And I think that fit the spirit of the show at the time with the viral sounders from 2016. Uh, But while we're making a few tweaks, we think it's a good time to simplify the show name, make it a little more mature, make it more approachable to a new listener and make it easier to uh, say it by word of mouth. Now that we're in this world of 2020, 2021 and beyond, we rely on people telling people to check out the show because Susan's never going to recommend it. So we're hoping for an easy name. Hey, it's just the Matt and Blonde show. Check it out. Yeah, I like That's it. That's the idea. It's great. So the show, don't worry, no drastic changes. I know how averse people are to change. So I'm trying to keep everything basically the same. 99% of the show is going to stay the same. Same content, uh, same artwork, same format, same everything. But starting next week, you'll get a slightly new intro and a new name, the Matt and Blonde show. So... Look People are not going to like this. I know. I know we're going to be crucified for that, but you know, it's something we've been talking about for quite some time because the, the original vibe of the show had kind of a juvenile sort of trolley thing to it. And that was kind yeah. of the bit was like yeah. you, you know, that you were red pilling me over time or something like that. That was, and that's still true, I suppose. But well, know. the thing is I'm a mom now, so I'm no longer hot and you're no longer a beta. So I we know, can't I'm, do this. Into the show. Exactly. I feel like we've aged the name and that is not, yeah. I, I think the name was clever and great at the time. And I'm really, I really appreciate that the audience did that, but you know, as things age, they adapt <laughs> and I've already given too much time to this. Cause who, who gives a shit? It's the text on the screen, but yeah, I know people are invested in certain things being the same all the time. So I just want to be upfront with what to expect. I'm not going to drop some change on you and not say anything and just, uh, roll with it. So that's what's going to happen. Also, sorry about uh, missing the call-in show this week. As I mentioned, no no power for Blonde. Something come up, came up for me as well. The call-in show will return, though, on Wednesday, assuming another windstorm doesn't roll through. And since we didn't announce it at the top of last week's show, if you need something to listen to, you I posted your audio with Dave Cullen on the audio platforms for people to check out in lieu of the call-in show. You're also doing more interviews on your channel if people want extra... Yeah, your channel's back. If you're looking for more I to listen to... Blonde's yeah. channel's back. It's really wild. Um, so I've had Dave Cullen on, and then um, I had Legal Man on, and they were both fantastic interviews. Some of my finest work, I think, truly. Uh, so check it out. I liked Dave Cullen's spirit. Get banned by YouTube. They bring him back. It's all unexplained. Who knows? And he's just like, you know, I'm I'm tapping out. I've had enough of this. Yeah. See you later. His Good channel's thing. still up. You know, no, nothing from YouTube. They didn't tell him anything. It was gone for like a week, I think. Good for him. I'm glad yeah. to see he's on to greener pastures. And then uh, last thing before we get into the news, correction from, or, or just uh, update, I suppose. 
Last week's impeachment talk, I neglected to mention that a Senate conviction requires a two thirds majority, not a simple majority, uh, a super majority vote in the Senate, not a simple okay. majority. Stupid mistake by me. Feel dumb that I didn't correct on the spot, but just so people are uh, aware of that, and most of you, I'm sure, are. I regret the error. Um, but as I discussed in my solo videos this week, I think Senate Democrats might pursue some options they have constitutionally dubious or otherwise to try to punish the president with a simple majority vote. Watch them try some of this stuff. Doesn't mean that I wasn't mistaken last week. Just they're going to do what they can with a simple majority. And I can't wait to watch this. Anyway, I owe myself a fake. That's the wrong one. Where's my fake news? I don't owe myself a hoax hate. Where's my... Here it is, right? You are fake news. That's what I owe myself. Correct. Okay. Let's get to the news. Um, what the hell's going on in D.C.? We, we, it is some kind of... Uh, it's, I wouldn't say it's a war zone now, obviously, but it looks like it's prepared to be a war zone. Yeah. Okay, so you told me 20,000 National Guard. I read 15,000, but they, they were pretty nonspecific about it. It's between 15 and 20,000 National Guard. Yeah. Have you seen that hilarious meme of like the fat chick stuffing your face and it's like, be all you can be. <laughs> I didn't want to uh, put any particular service members on blast for their uh, BMI. You're going to put any service (laughs) members on blast. It's got to be the National Guard, right? Well, let's put it this way. If if that's the tip of the spear for Civil War II, I feel good about our chances. All right? I feel good about our capabilities. Um, Yeah, so... (laughs) So I guess they're saying that, that some threats have been issued, although I couldn't really find any evidence of that but they're saying that you know the capital was this set this precedent and that there there are all these people i guess they've infiltrated some forums and and all these people are going going dark because they're planning all of these riots and everything like that it's like i'm sure this is five guys on discord fbi but whatever <laughs> yeah. uh, so they basically locked the city the city down it's it's just I'm yes. sure we got the digital equivalent of Randy Weaver. We'll get to what the FBI says in a moment, but I'm sure. Yeah, it's the it's the um, it's the electronic age version of Randy Weaver going into the discord and saying, hello, fellow patriots. Would you like to participate in illegal activity in D.C. upon Joe Biden's inauguration? And someone says, yeah, sure. Shut the hell up. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> got him. All right. That's the pretext we need to. um to basically put this place in military lockdown, we're looking at a map of the various bridge and road closures that are in D.C., but just to emphasize exactly what's going on here and to put that number in perspective. Now, the 15,000, 20,000, I've seen up to 25. The numbers I've seen reported are vary, but it's a heavy presence of uh, National Guard troops. In fact, more troops in D.C. right now than currently in Iraq, Afghanistan and Syria combined. Just oh my God. for something to think about. The hundreds of acres on the National Mall are going to be shut down entirely. Nobody in. The only protest activity will be 100 people on each side for two already issued protest permits. And they're going to be on Pennsylvania Avenue, not even in the National Mall. There is absolutely no public access. So the free and fair election we've all heard advertised is not being followed by a free and fair inauguration. But yeah, I'm sure everything leading up to this was totally normal. And actually, this is also totally normal. Nothing to see here. Squeaky clean by the book. Uh, This is absolutely unprecedented history-making stuff. Here's a news story explaining exactly what's going on in D.C. and some of the scenes. 
I was able to speak to a spokesperson for the National Park Service earlier this afternoon. He describes this as an unprecedented situation. Never before have we seen the entire mall shut down. That's the grassy area we all may have visited. The monuments, the memorials, east and west Potomac parks, all closed with zero access. Now, no cars, bikes, pedestrians can get to the areas without a Secret Service credential. There are thousands and thousands of National Guard troops already here. He also told me that no more First Amendment demonstration permits are going to be granted along the National Mall for First Inauguration Day. Two have already been approved, so up to 100 people each can demonstrate along Pennsylvania Avenue in a designated area, but there will be no other opportunity to demonstrate on the mall come Inauguration Day. It really is an unprecedented uh, situation. Certainly the, the mall closes for events regularly, be it inaugurations, 4th of July, you know, big security events. Uh, but there's always access points where you can get in. What's different about this time is you know, not only is it closed off and fenced off, but there will be no public access during the inaugural period. Okay. Oh God. 200 people allowed to protest. This is the government giving you constitutional rights that are supposedly <laughs> allotted to you by God from birth. Yes. This is such horseshit. Again, anybody that still thinks that the Constitution is going to protect us at this point is totally delusional. And I was saying to you in, in the live chat, I'm like, or not in the live chat, on Skype, I'm like, this is unconstitutional. And this is unconstitutional. And it's like, I'm falling into this trap too, thinking that the Constitution is going to protect us. Clearly not going to. 200 people, that's not shit. And keep in mind, 100 of them, I think, are pro-Biden. If I understand the permits, they found the only 100 pro-Biden <laughs> protesters in the country and brought them in. Yeah, uh... Now, in fairness, uh, in fairness, that uh, protest permits are the status quo in D.C. That's usually how it works. Then we can talk about whether that's constitutionally square or not. But in D.C., that's the status quo. What's not the status quo is of such limited scope to where it's de facto banned. And of course, massive acreage of your national public property being uh, made totally inaccessible because you are too much of a risk to go there and express your views. This I thought it was particularly some. It, it's just funny how we go from absolute, uh, just a total security botchery at the Capitol raid to now this insane authoritarian overkill. And I thought it was well summarized by uh, Matt Kibbe. Sorry if I mispronounced, but Matt Kibbe over at uh, the Blaze. In nine days, we have gone from a shirtless, unarmed dude wearing buffalo horns breaching the inner sanctum of government to shutting down and barricading most of D.C enforced by 25,000 soldiers from comical incompetence to sweeping authoritarian overkill government in a nutshell. Yes. The more you nationalize this sort of thing, the more of this we're going to see in every context, education, healthcare, environment, you name it. Did you catch this clip of the, the curfew loudspeaker going on in DC? So creepy. This is so 1984. You want to talk about weird, seemingly uh, seeming movie clips or something like that. The, DC and the Capitol have been under curfew uh, after the Capitol raid and at the Capitol, they have this PA system that can be heard alerting people to stay away at night or be arrested. Attention, a curfew is in effect at 1800 hours until 600 hours tomorrow. All individuals must leave the U.S. Capitol grounds or be subject to arrest. I repeat, a curfew is in effect. At 
And a lot of people are wondering how much security oh theater are we watching? You know, what, what is the nature so of the threat? It, it could be. I don't, I'll preface this by saying I don't know how actually weird this is. I find it weird on the surface, but I would like to hear from potential guardsmen in our audience or military members who can tell me, is this in fact bizarre? Because one of the things that's been noted in addition to just oddly configured weapons that that, uh, several National Guardsmen and women have is that in D.C. it seems to be common that they're all patrolling around with their rifles and no magazines. And this is seen in numerous... Is that a show of force? Who knows? I mean, and it's that's not to say that they don't have any ammunition. It looks like these guys aren't even carrying mags in their uh, vests here. But uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it, in D.C., they're frequently seen without mags at all. If they're carrying mags on their person, I'm not sure. But that's not necessarily the case for guardsmen at state capitals. Of course, you have protests happening and, and predicted at various state capitals. You can see in Sacramento, even in California, they've got mags and their rifles at the state capitol there here they are at the illinois state capitol mags and their rifles in dc with nancy pelosi and elsewhere no mags in their rifles uh and not only that but the um apparently the army times has reported that the national guard on scene in dc have actually been screened ideologically screened now they say that that is to make sure that they don't have any allegiances or uh, known sympathies to um to domestic terrorists. But what does that mean these days? What does a sympathy to a domestic terrorist mean? Does that mean Trump supporter? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, aren't all of us sympathetic to domestic terrorists? I suppose. I think that what's happening to baked Alaska is horse shit. So it's, by definition, he was arrested. So he was arrested. Did he get, uh, what kind of charges did he get? I'm not sure. I think that there were some issues with some priors and stuff. Hmm. Um, but I'm pretty sure his bail was like a, few thousand dollars they're gonna throw the book at him I'm i don't sure. know what happened to fuentes though well and, and that's a whole separate topic too i know d live has banned fuentes and i think they banned owen benjamin too they d live you know you think are you, you have serious a, oh yeah they banned him uh, apparently for i guess fuentes being at the capitol raid is i, I i'm not sure why they did what but they banned him. With him did they also ban red elephants let me know in the live chat i that's heard what that. i heard I d live is Dude, doing the same sort D-Live- of purge itched out they were supposed to be the new free speech platform why does everybody go after owen benjamin why i don't know he just wants to make a homestead and make jokes leave him alone i know (laughs) uh now back to this topic though like is what we're watching all just show and and if and if there is an order to actually have them magazine free all these national guardsmen magazine free who's making that order and why and again perhaps this is totally normal obviously i am not in the national guard i'm not aware of what a potential order here might be so if if you have knowledge on this please send it my way cuz i'm just curious and the simple answer might just be a political one you notice nancy pelosi is is right here in the background it's very hard to stand on a position of so-called high-capacity magazines should be banned if you're seen being protected by high-capacity magazines. It might be as simple as that. I mean, in that there's an underlying truth that we're going to be marched to gulags and they're going to try to take our children and other shit, I think that this is not political theater. Well, at least when they do that, I'll say, thank you for using common-sense 10-round mags when you point that barrel at my face. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. I wouldn't want to take 29 to the face. Nine is reasonable. 29 ridiculous that's just overkill um yeah yeah, we'll talk about the pbs stuff later but i mean i'm really starting to get a sick feeling i couldn't kill anybody i don't think under any circumstances outside of them 
trying to separate me from my child. Like that, that in awakens something in me where I'm like, I, I could murder somebody. Uh, I could see sure. you taking out an entire army based on that yeah. prospect with your bare hands. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just, these people are insane. And yes, actually defensively, Susan, what we're talking about, as we'll get to with the PBS thing in a moment, is a guy who says we should seize the Trump supporters' children and put them in re-education camps. Actually says that. Yeah. I thought this tweet from uh, Raheem Kassam over at the uh, War Room podcast summed it up pretty nicely. They intend to, quote unquote, inaugurate a president to an empty national mall surrounded by 20,000 troops after a, quote unquote, victory claimed in the dead of night and a certification of electors in the dead of night. Now, I think that sums it up well, but what else is interesting about this is Twitter flagged that you can't interact with this tweet because this claim of election fraud is disputed, even though every single point in the tweet is factually correct. Empty National Mall, check by force of law. 20,000 troops might actually be more than that, but check. Victory claimed in the dead of night, check. Certification of the electors in the dead of night, check. Now, granted, the certification would have happened earlier in the day if it wasn't for the capital raid and all that. But he's not saying that all of these things made the election illegitimate. He might mean that, but it's inference. That's the point. Twitter is censoring inference, not even claim of fact, but inference. That's what we're looking at right here. So, okay, what's the what's the premise for all this? What's the pretext? Because uh, I, I, I was curious, okay, they must have major threats to do this. They must have uncovered the Discord plan to shut no, down all of DC. It's all non-specific. This is from the Guardian. Organizers of the planned unrest are believed to have moved their activities from mainstream social media websites to more secretive online forums to avoid detection. To avoid detection. Like there's okay. not an FBI agent in our Discord server right now. You know, 100%. it's be nice to yeah, him, guys. He means well. Yeah, really. It's Capway. Um, but some details about plans have emerged in an online advert for a million militia march scheduled on for inauguration day um, in Washington. A caption reads, the Trumpists will be keeping D.C. and the military busy on the 20th, as you can see, which if, even if true that I, I'm not particularly alarmed or offended by that statement. Wait, 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 read it again. I, I don't see it. Trumpists article, will be keeping D.C. and the military busy on the 20th, as you can see, that's just true, whether or not they're organizing anything, keeping busy. That's the threat that shut down the whole city. They were going to be keeping the military busy, but they're, they're oh, up I our see. asses. So naturally that's going to happen whether or not, uh, people are getting together. The FBI is also reporting that are to be monitoring various threats to harm president elect Biden ahead of the presidential inauguration. And additional reports indicate threats against VP elect Harris and speaker Pelosi. There's no way Biden is going to get assassinated. Nature's going to take care of business in like four seconds. I don't think anybody's going to throw away their life to kill a man that is on death's door. Uh, the only way Harris I see it happening is if it's a, if it's an insane false flag, like I'm, I'm, I know this sounds crazy, Maybe. but as we're about to watch, put on a Trump hat and snipe him. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not even surprised to, to consider things like that being underway with the insanity of what we're watching. That's a good point. Maybe that was the whole thing. They were going to do this sacrificial because he's an old man who cares, you know? To the extent that the capital raid has been useful for them, and I'm not even commenting on who's at fault for it. I'm just saying it's been politically useful. There's no doubt. They've capitalized on it. They're going to continue. It seems to me totally naive to think that they wouldn't love a similar opportunity to capitalize on something happening at the inauguration. I'm not saying it will be fake. It could be authentic. All I'm saying is the political oppor Democrats and political opportunity get along very, very well. That's all I'm saying. They have a... Uh, 
faithful, loving marriage, those two. I think you're really on to something. We'll see. I saw I have to, that should be our prediction. Yeah, I was I was reading some uh, I, I opened the super chat prior to the show and I saw Cameron had tweeted that uh, there will be false flag or not tweeted uh, super chatted that there will be false flags and other gay ops inbound. <laughs> they are deploying the gay ops elite team to uh, make things happen on Wednesday. They're coming at no you. Doubt. So shout out to Cameron for uh, planting some thoughts in my head. No, I don't know. I don't know how this will go, but I, I just. I just think it's a great opportunity that probably won't be wasted. We should do a prediction segment at hmm. some point. Yeah, maybe, maybe that'd be fun. Okay. So, so they've, they've looked at the discord servers and they've, uh, they've baited people into agreeing with their, uh, general premises of crime. And that's what they've and used they haven't to found it. anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's so and nonspecific. They, they by, would never be able to, to intervene based on that information. Right. So just so I'm clear, Oh, no, I thought there was wasn't there one arrest of a guy with Glocks or something like one guy got arrested ahead of the Capitol uh, ahead of the inauguration. I heard a radio report, so I'll have to look into it. As far as I know, maximum one guy arrested ahead of all of this. And it based on these reports, I have no idea how directly connected that even is. But if they have threats credible enough to shut down the entire National Mall and strip the entire country of its First Amendment right to protest or support this president, as has been done traditionally every single time it's ever been done. Um, yeah, I, well, I don't know. It, it, it just seems that if they had the evidence sufficient to do that, they would have arrests on their hands. They would know who these people yeah. are and they would have arrested them. And I don't think I need to tell the audience this, but nobody should go to any capitals or do anything because this is all a fucking trap and they will bake Alaska you and they will throw the book at you for just goofing around. Even if you don't have any intent and you don't really do anything wrong. Yeah. Uh, don't do any of it. They'll open doors for you and then you'll get charged with burglary and murder. Which seems like there was a fair amount of that going on. We'll get to that in a moment because I want to talk about that stuff with this John Sullivan case. But brief aside beforehand, there is another highly plausible reason why they're keeping all of this locked down. And it's not conspiratorial. It's just to keep Joe away from too many confusing sights and sounds too much stimulus. <laughs> this guy has absolutely no idea where he is. Check out this footage of him over the weekend. He's talking to reporters after introducing his science team. This guy has no idea what's going on. Really, we're going to be doing a lot of work and, and hardly wait to have it. I'm taking this beyond what we're supposed to do. See you. Okay. Come on. Are you sure the filibuster will need to go to pass your stimulus plan? Okay, I have seen clearer thoughts from actual deer in actual headlights than whatever the hell was just <laughs> happening right there. My I mean, God, he has an old man shuffle that I haven't even seen him do before. Yeah. He's just standing there. They're all asking him questions and he's just looking off into the abyss. Like who are these people? What are they saying to me? Why am I here? Yeah. What time is uh, my oatmeal feeding? Whatever. Like uh, <laughs> whatever's going on. This man is not running the country. No matter what happens on Wednesday, that guy's not running the country, but that's not breaking news. You know how people at the end, they revert back to their, I don't know, mid-20s and mid-30s old-timey racism? <laughs> I really hope that that happens with Joe, Joe Biden. Like, what he looks at this slip? crowd of people. Yeah, he's, why we let these coloreds in here? 
Wouldn't that be something? I think that we're going to get some of those moments in 2021. One can hope. I'm hoping for as much comedy as possible before and during the apocalypse. Yeah, me too. Okay. Uh, this I thought was uh, it, it, update a few updates on the Capitol raid before we talk about John Sullivan, the Black Lives Matter activist. Prosecutors in the Capitol case, there have been dozens more arrests since we talked about it on Sunday. Generally, they're all the charges are all along those lines like you described. Unlawful entry into the premises. But this is where it gets crazy, okay? Remember with Derek Chauvin, they were going to try to charge him, or it might still even be the theory of the Chauvin case, they're trying to charge him with felony murder, as in if you commit a felony and someone dies during the course of that felony, you get charged with felony murder, even if killing was never your intent, any of that stuff, okay? Now prosecutors are saying that about people charged at the Capitol riot because of this, the death of this Brian Sicknick, the Capitol policeman who was allegedly bludgeoned by uh, a, a fire extinguisher is the claim. So if you unlawfully entered or I don't know if that's a felony, but what if you if no, you had a felony, if you had a felony charge. So if you're if you're um, lectern stealing man, I think he got a felony charge, as I, as I recall, maybe not. But yeah, and I think actually the girl that had Nancy Pelosi's nameplate also. OK. Those people could be charged with felony murder in theory, according to the prosecutors here, because someone died during the process of their felony. Doesn't matter if they were on opposite sides of the Capitol. Doesn't matter if they never even saw each other. Doesn't matter if we still don't even know the exact circumstances of Officer Sicknick's death, which as far as I've seen, we don't. We only have a statement from the Capitol Police. We're still going to go after these people as murderers. To your point on be careful about where and how you decide to go on to government property in this way. This is the sort of thing they'll do to you. Imagine, imagine if every black lives matter rioter was prosecuted for felony murder because they found an unrecognizable charred body in a Minneapolis business over the summer, which they did. Are they all murderers? Every single person who was there committing a felony, which there were many. It's a really, really dumb law. I have this quote from somebody uh, from the, the DA talking about it. Um, the classic example is if three guys go to rob a convenience store and one guy is the getaway driver. If in the commission of the robbery, the clerk was shot and killed, all three of the participants in the robbery of the store are potentially guilty of felony murder. Now, in that example, which is way more direct, that's still insane. That's still insane. I understand charging the getaway driver with like accomplice to burglary or something. But murder, that's insane. I mean, we're talking about people that could have been a mile away from each other. Yes. And never have met, never have spoken, never have spoken to anybody that spoke to the other person either. Yes. Uh, This is madness. So we'll see. As far as I know, they have not done this yet. This is all just chatter. But it's possible. So keep your eye on it. Uh, One person who certainly deserves a felony murder charge, if we're going this route, is uh, one John Sullivan. Oh who God, is yeah. a known Black Lives Matter activist and organizer. You, you tell me what we know about this guy, and I have the clips. There's a lot of evidence uh, against this guy now. Yeah, so we were going to talk about uh, how he was going to get charged and stuff, but this video, which we'll talk about in a second, he's clearly instigating all these protesters, e- expressly instigating, to commit specific crimes and is committing crimes himself while he's in the Capitol building. So he was released earlier today without bail on a handful of federal charges. Why? Why? And during a virtual hearing on Friday, a federal judge in Utah said prosecutors failed to meet the legal threshold to keep him in custody. Um, He is required to stay off social media in the interim, surrender his passport. He's on house arrest. He will also have to stop working for the Insurgents USA activist group he founded. None of this matters. Although he won't have to cede control so he can still 
de- delegate, it sounds like. Hmm. Um, and then he can't possess a firearm just in the interim period. Okay. So yeah. Um, he was interviewed on CNN too. I think we talked about that briefly. So for me, these claims, we talked about it a little bit last week. There's some evidence that there was left-wing Antifa, Black Lives Matter, whatever, agitation at the Capitol or provocation or encouragement of committing crimes. And to me, I thought those claims were a little bit overblown. And I'll still take the standard that just because someone encourages you to do criminal activity doesn't mean that you're justified in doing that criminal activity. That's not what I'm saying here. And I'm certainly not saying that John Sullivan is the only reason that the Capitol riot happened. But what I am saying is the narrative that there was no left wing provocation or involvement whatsoever is clearly false. So much so that that what I thought was overstatement is absolutely true, that people were putting on Trump hats to pose as Trump supporters to instigate. There's John Sullivan doing exactly that on January 6th. And what you'll see in the available footage from his stream, this isn't even someone catching him. This is the stuff that he put out there. His stream He's walking with the Trump supporters, posing as one of them and encouraging criminal activity the whole way. And as we'll see at the end, he's the guy who encouraged the police to leave the scene immediately before Ashley Babbitt was shot and killed. Here's just some of the footage. And there's a mountain of it. We accomplished this shit. We did this shit together. Fuck that. Let's go. So that's his voice. The recorder's voice. We gotta, we gotta burn them. We gotta get this shit done. Well, they already broke the window, so, you know, I didn't know. So just just in case you can't hear, he's smashing on a window and someone says, hey, don't do that. And he goes, oh, my, my bad. They already broke a window, so I figured it was fine. Okay. Go ahead and that hard. Do not, do not face statues. I can respect this. Thing. Well, people might burn this down. I'm not going to lie. He's being told. Throughout this, again, I thought this was overstated nonsense, not nonsense, but I just thought it was exaggerated. People are telling him, no, don't commit crime. And he's saying, yeah, actually do actually do (laughs) this. This stuff is 100 percent validated, at least in this case. Now, here's the scene before he heads to the door at which Ashley Babbitt was shot. Why don't we go in there? That's what I'm saying. Break that shit. Break that shit. Damn, it would be fire if somebody had like a boom box or something revolutionary music and shit i see people out there what a fag. i don't want to see you get hurt I just, we will make a- this is the scene that we saw last weekend saying hey i don't want to see you guys get hurt why don't you just step aside why don't you just move aside and they do the cops do and that's right before ashley babbitt gets shot so a, f- a few things that, oh the other thing um he's not new to this This is the thing. It's easy to say, oh, he's one guy. Yeah, he's one guy being a jackass, whatever. Yeah, he is one guy. I I, I understand that. I won't overstate it. But he's also organized. This is a clip of John Sullivan last summer at the D.C. protests or riots saying, hey, let's go rip Donald Trump out of the White House by force. What's going on, everybody? My name is John Sullivan. I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah. My group is Insurgents USA. We fucking about to burn this shit down. Fuck this shit. In Utah, a whole bunch of white militia came out there, formed against our group. We out there strapped. We out there ready to burn that shit down. We out there to defend our fucking selves. We got fucking rip Trump out of that office right over there. Fucking pull him out that shit. Nah, nah, we ain't about fucking waiting until the next election. We about to go get that motherfucker. It's time for a revolution. Does anybody believe that guy acted alone? I don't. Uh... No, I mean, the police listened to him. They clearly knew that he was some sort of agent provocateur, right? 
They've just planted people and they're just going to do this right in front of our eyes. That's not incitement. But what Baked Alaska did, you know, all these people on the internet, all these people in random discord for this, this is clearly or what Donald Trump did, the president of the United yeah. States, for that matter. This is so absurd. You know, yeah. people are going to see that the law is not being applied equally. And you know what happens when that happens? People stop abiding by the law because it doesn't matter if it's written, yeah. if they're not going to enforce it or apply it equally. This is such insanity. Just to be double, triple clear, I'm not saying that just because John Sullivan tells you to commit a crime, you're justified in doing it, but it helps make what happened a little more understandable to me. Uh, to me, it seems more and more clear that what happened is a select group of loonies, whether they're Black Lives Matter, whether they're pro-Trump, whoever they are, committed acts of violence or property destruction. And then the bulk of the crowd is allowed simply to walk in, in many cases, unobstructed into the Capitol, not thinking they're doing anything wrong. That's why many of them left when they were asked to do so. I can see how if you're behind in the crowd and you're marching toward the Capitol, thinking what you're doing is a peaceful protest and a whole bunch of people ahead of you intent on committing crime for whatever reason, again, whether they're Trump supporters or John Sullivan, and they breach the Capitol, but there's no real pushback to that entry that you just walk in thinking you're doing nothing wrong, thinking this is totally lawful protest. More and more, I'm kind of convinced that a lot of that stuff happened, regardless of who's at fault here. Again, this isn't to say, oh, oh, Black Lives Matter Antifa, it's all their fault, nothing more, nothing less. All I'm saying is that the narrative that has been pushed by Republican leadership, no less, a House Minority Leader, Kevin McCarthy, said last week on a conference call, undisputably, undisputedly, there is no evidence Antifa participated in deadly capital siege. Now, I get it. Uh, is John Sullivan Antifa? Is Black Lives Matter and Antifa the same thing? We're splitting hairs here. But what we're talking about is left wing provocateurs. That's what he was responding to. And he's saying that was undisputedly untrue. But that that's plainly untrue. We now know that's plainly untrue. And this is one guy. And if you think this guy who's participating in organized protests throughout the summer and throughout the year is just showing up as a random lone wolf, I... There are more of him. There are more John Sullivan's. I guarantee there's more of what happened there to explain what happened at the Capitol. So, but that, that's uh, that's where we are on that front. And what's the other side of this? Because they're not just blaming the people who entered the Capitol. And they're not just blaming every single person who voted for Trump for enabling this. They're, of course, going after parlor, gab, mines, yeah. alt, alt media, alt, alt social media. To say that they're responsible for the organization of all of this, they need to be banned off the app store and chased off the internet because they radicalize extremists. The report comes out later in this week. Headline Washington Post, Facebook Sandberg deflected blame on Capitol right, but new evidence shows how platform played a role. There's a whole article in the Washington Post about how more than 100,000 users posted hashtags affiliated with the movement uh, prompted by Trump's claims of election fraud, including hashtag stop the steal and fight for Trump. The details emerging from researchers who have combed through the service in recent days shed new light on how Facebook services were used to bring attention to and boost attendance at the rally. Now, this report is not saying that they have evidence of criminal organization on Facebook, at least as far as I can see. But uh, I don't have the report in front of me, but there's another report this week from the FBI that they have ironically, the FBI was putting out information this week at the same time Trump was being impeached saying, yeah, we have evidence to suggest the Capitol raid was organized at least in part. Okay. So if whether it was on Facebook or not, if it was organized one, that's not incited by the president. If it was yeah. pre-planned and pre-organized, but two, we have evidence that users 
attending the rally to the tune of hundreds of thousands of people were predominantly using Facebook, not Gab, not Parler, not Minds. When is Facebook going to get banned out of the App Store? Google Play, Apple, whoever. When are they going to get chased off the Internet? Never. Those servers aren't going to be deleted. So that's uh, something to think about. Facebook is uh, Facebook is the great uh, incitement vehicle, uh, supposedly, but we're just going to shut up about that. And then I love this clip. Uh, Ted Wheeler. Uh, we've discussed in the past or we've discussed in recent weeks. None of this is unprecedented. It is the natural consequence of normalizing and, and enabling violence. So a good local reporter in Portland actually asked Mayor Ted Wheeler if he has some responsibility for participating in that normalization over the year. And Ted yep. Wheeler gets on his moral high horse and rejects the premise of the question. Check out this exchange. And last week, we watched as pro-Trump supporters broke into the U.S. Capitol. But just three weeks ago, protesters broke into the Oregon State Capitol. I have heard people at these protests elsewhere saying, well, they let it happen in Portland, so why not do it here? It seems in some way the actions of these small groups that you're referring to have set the stage for what has happened on a state level and potentially a national level. I know you said it will take time to crack down on these groups, but do we have that time? Are, are you blaming me for what happened at the U.S. Capitol? I, I don't buy that yes no all. not at all mayor wheeler what i'm saying is what i've heard at the protests is people say you know we've seen this riotous behavior in portland so why not do it elsewhere like in salem it doesn't make it right nobody gets to point to somebody else breaking the law and say they broke the law therefore i can break the law that's not how it works we're adults here adults here does yeah. he say the same thing to that that protester you grow up how old are you grow that is up. his hotline lately now, obviously, she's not saying that you, Ted Wheeler, are directly responsible. She's also not saying that because other people do, did it, that makes other people right or justified in doing it or makes it OK. She's saying that because you laid down for it and accepted it, it became normalized and thus more of it happened. And then Ted says, well, you know, so, some people doing something wrong doesn't mean others can do something wrong. I agree. But if it was wrong in Portland for all of those months, why didn't you ever try to stop it, Ted? If it was wrong, why did you yourself join the rioters last summer? It's funny how he now retroactively grants the premise. Yeah, this is wrong. It shouldn't happen. Thank you. A little too late. <laughs> ah, this this guy. Anyway, that's all I got on the, the Capitol stuff. Impeachment update after that. But it'd be a good time for a break if you're ready impeachment update gosh that's so low on my radar it's <laughs> it is going to be a good political show but i'll keep it very brief because i've talked about it basically twice on my channel this week that's true um all right let me get to the beginning let me open up the uh, okay. treasure chest over on d live thank you guys for hanging out with us we have bravo quebec blonde love your videos this week been binging legal man all weekend yes this is what people need to hear we've been screwed from the very beginning black white or otherwise hashtag in the united states you're singing my tune everybody <laughs> check out the quash i have just become this um this I, I just talk about it all the time i'm totally obsessed uh holden mulray my wife's first super chat and then he's i'm gonna read the next one too uh 2020 was a normal year no COVID or riots and the november 3rd election had same results and anomalies how would responses have differed curious to your thoughts god hmm. bless how would our responses have differed well i don't think they would because i think a lot of the oddities of the november election was had a lot to do with the oddities with of how the election was conducted predominantly by mail in ballots. Um, but let's say that 
So you're saying that we had the same election under the same processes we've used in the past with the same results. Uh, I suppose my reaction would be different because you wouldn't have as many questions about the process itself. You wouldn't I don't have. Know. We would have questions. Well, there would have been no pretext upon which uh, to do the mail in ballot thing. Yeah. The, the questions would have been different because if you're telling, listen, under any circumstance, if you're telling me Joe Biden is the most popularly elected president of all time, I'm going to have okay. questions. I'm going to have questions. But to me, to me, the process questions are actually more important than the than the fraud questions. I To me, the questions of, say, can um, governors and, and courts in states like Pennsylvania just change election rules willy nilly without the approval of the legislature or a law passed by the legislature? Those sorts of process questions to me are more important than whether you found a dumpster full of fraudulent votes. Those are important. But to me. If, if the process is bad, if the process is unconstitutional, the results don't really matter. So to me, it's all about the process. I, I, I suppose it would change my, it would change my questions for sure. Anyway, what do you, what do you, Is our stream down? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Why? You lying liar. <laughs> I don't have any indicator on my end that it is, but I can check that sort of thing if you want. Uh, you no, uh, Holden Mulred, God made us all in the words of Acts. Um, they should seek God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him, yet he is actually not far from each one of us. It's true. Uh, this is Quantum Football. Christensen, Schlecht 2024, the epitome of reasonableness. <laughs> Daniel Kunkel, yes. Epitome. Got to pronounce it correctly. Uh, Daniel Kunkel, yesterday I hung out with a good friend and we talked about geek stuff we enjoy. If only for a few hours are distracted from what is to come under Biden. And yes, I spelled it Zidan, X-I-D-E-D-E-N, on purpose. I just thought that people weren't allowed to say that in the live chat for some reason. So, nope, stream's fine. Yeah, We're it should be fine. With. I'm I'm also noticing that like no chats are coming through on DLive. So I don't, last time we had some complaints that the DLive system wasn't working. So the DLive chat system might be bunk. I'll keep an eye on it, guys. I'm sorry if I'm missing your DLive chats. Carry on. Trust 508 says, thoughts on organizing like Freedom Cells by Derek Bros and John Bush. I have no idea. I don't know the reference. Freedom Cells sounds like a cool thing, though. Um, I'm sorry. I also don't know the reference. Um, Grimturd, Epstein didn't kill himself. No, indeed. Laurel, strap in for a crazy week. Predictions, grid down, cyber attack, riots across the country, assassination. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think that we've been lulled into compliance so effectively that I think that this is actually going to be a peaceful transition of power, unfortunately. Oh my God. Uh, I, I was saying unfortunate to the transition of power, not the peaceful part. Are you serious? A uh, breaking news. What? Oh my God. Thank you chat for informing me. You're right. I have not followed D live policy closely. Um, we are not eligible for super chat on D live anymore because we have the X tag. So, how the hell did I get demonetized on D live before YouTube? What? Come on, Susan, you're going to let that happen. Really? You've been out censored by D Life. I'll have to look Why into did this. Did D Life out so hard? Did, did did this just happen after I said there are a bunch of pussies? No, I think this is like uh, an update post Capital Raid. The chat is informing me, so I'll have to uh, to up. I'll have to update myself on this. I think that you can still subscribe on D Live, but but the super chat is for the time being it's out. Yeah, D Live is shredding all their chat. credibility. I see people talking about on. Uh, on D-Live. So yeah, I guess for this, I'll see if I can work on this guys. Thank you for bringing it to my attention, but for now, no super chats on D-Live. 
Okay. Outrageous. Um, Laurel, yeah, I don't, I don't really have any predictions. I, I think it's going to be uh, calm and peaceful. And I'm, I think there are going to be some flags. I think that they're going to frame some people and incite some more people probably. I'm still going with Asian Sniper Man from Ruby Ridge puts on a MAGA hat and finishes off Joe. It's not endorsement, Susan. It's prediction, okay? Something. Thunderstorm, as a six-foot blue-eyed white guy, thank you, leftist, for calling me superior. It's a bit much, but thanks for the compliment. (laughs) (laughs) Matt and Blonde, have either of you thought about getting chickens if you don't have them already? Take the steed pill. Um, Homestead pill, right? Sorry. Uh, Okay, so of all the animals that I would like to own, chickens are so low on my list, I think that they're really gross. Mm. Um, But, uh, you know, I might have to. I might have to. As far as food, though, you know, is like food per land use land usage need uh, i don't know obviously i'm not a farmer guy but it seems to me that you could get you know eggs meat all that stuff out of a small chicken coop versus no. like trying to raise cattle or something like that i don't want to do that but i'm gonna have to do a lot of things i don't want to do aren't i uh, i will have to learn how to be a chicken farmer uh in my in quicker than i run out of my 60-day emergency food supply i can do it <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Darren, I was told by the FBI and the media overlords um, there was supposed to be some massive 50 state armed protest today. Seems like that again was a lie. Yeah, that's true. That was also forecasted. And as far as I've seen, it's just a lot of crickets out there. I bought PN a big donation. Thank you so much. Here's a contribution to help kick off the new era of peace and unity. Yes, that's what I'm looking forward to. Peace. Thank you. We love you. Unity. You're very special. Pineapple platypotamus says, do either of you like the band Queen? We are the champions, my friend. I love their music. I do. I I love Queen. Even though sure. Fetter, Freddie Mercury was like a the world's biggest homo, I can never look at him. <laughs> he, uh, um, I liked the movie too. Um, yeah, he the did. The one that came job. out in the last I, couple of years. I've, I've always liked Remy Malik. I don't know his politics or anything, but I just liked him as an actor. I thought he did his own vocals and I was like, this guy's incredible, but he didn't. Hmm. <laughs> Grumbledore. Hackers locked a man's electric chastity cage and held his dick ransom for Bitcoin. I didn't what? know Dominion made adult toys. Is that <laughs> is that a real story? Maybe. That's the first I've heard of it. Matt wants a written statement listing the people's grievances before we boog. Boog. Declaration yeah. of Neo-Confederacy confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. And a lot of people have been emailing me. So thank you guys for putting some thought to this. And, uh, you know, I wish I could come back in a week's time and say, I've got it all figured out. Here it is. Here's the plan. I don't. But I yeah. like that people are putting thought to this. And everybody who's emailed me has put serious thought into what it means, what the role of government is in terms of defending your rights, when that has been breached and how to handle it. Everybody who's emailed me has put serious and thoughtful moral consideration into this for all the Mm -hmm. I've been interacting with the extremists, Susan, and every single person understands the moral weight of the questions that are being posed to them. Nobody emailed me and said, hey, bro, would you like to participate in a terrorist attack on Sunday? No, not one. Everybody. Um, I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, we we should do the rest later. Okay. I'll uh, take a few over on Streamlabs, and I regret that I can't take any on DLive. We'll see if I can figure that out but hey thank you d live for nuking your own platform apparently i guess you've done it quicker than susan could do it herself we have a few over on streamlabs i mentioned cameron where's cameron uh cameron's full chat was some of you are all right don't go to the inauguration this week in all seriousness this reeks of political theater i sense uh or i see false flags and other gay ops inbound 
Hope you're ready for an even crazier year and we'll see what matters. Principles or winning? Well, I want to win on behalf of the principles, you know, but yeah. uh, if they if they bring the fight and they seem intent on it, I guess we have to fight the gay ops squad. That's how this is going to go. <laughs> Phil says the ruling class seems to have figured out that we loathe them as much as as much as or more than they loathe us. I wonder how this turns out. He also says, I'm betting that there is a false flag of some kind in the next couple of weeks. Something. Uh, I don't know what this acronym is. Something. The powers that oh the powers that be. That's what it is. TPTB. Something the powers that be can blame on white supremacy and can use to strong arm uh, white conservatives into slitting their own throats. <laughs> Something to end all uh, future advocacy. I have to be careful, Phil, but I get where you're coming from. Thank you, Phil. Uh, yes, I, I agree, though. I think, again, Democrats don't shy away from opportunity. And this is a fantastic opportunity. No, it was a problem for us, I think. Yeah. Just your standard RWDS. I used to think Blonde was hot, but then I saw her in 4K. Now seeing her as a, now I see her as a beautiful, strong mother. Matt looks fine in standard definition. Well, I'll take it. Until I did. The, I used my friend's setup for the legal man interview and it was like, it was so much better that I didn't even want to look into my own camera. Is it an like, actual I, 4k setup? It was, it was a 4k setup. Yeah. And then of course I had to upload it to probably to 1080p. Right. Oh, well, it still uh, should look really good. I bet. Yeah, it looks great. Cool. I'll have to, um, I will, uh, I have not watched the legal man interview. I will tomorrow and Yay. people should check that out on blonde's channel. Otherwise, like I said, I'll post the audio to our audio platforms as well. If you'd like to have a listen. Throttled because my bit shoot views are excellent. Yeah. And then my YouTube views are, are garbage on that one. Well, it's it's quite possible that a lot of your audience has just migrated over to BitChute too. You know? They were way my, my views on the legal man were way better um on BitChute than Computing Forever, who also hmm. has a major bit presence. So I'm like, I'm like, how did this Weird. even happen? I, yeah. at this point I have learned to stop. I just I don't even I don't concern my mind with numbers because I know they're so manipulated that I don't want to be encouraged or discouraged yeah. by any, I just want to keep making stuff, you know? And I, I, I don't care if 10 people watch it. I don't care if 10 million watch it. I just want to keep making yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, Jim knee. Sorry. Jimmy P says, love you. Beautiful. I can't say that expletive. Sure. You it's can. A, it's a slur for gay people. I can't say that. I want to shout trouble. out. I wanted to shout out my sister, Anna, who just started streaming. Check out Fast Talking Aussie Girl on Twitch. The YouTube and Insta for a cute Catholic Aussie who loves gaming uh, can actually play. And no thoughtery insight. No thoughtery. I'm out. Uh, I, what's the point? Why would we even bother? <laughs> Thank you, man. And good luck to her on her channel. Uh, okay. Just actually, um, I'm going to, I'll come back to these. Let's get back into the news. Thank you guys over on uh, Streamlabs. Okay, let's hop into the state of impeachment. As I said, I'll be quick on this because I've discussed this already significantly on my channel this week. But uh, but, talking about this, yeah. Imagine that this is uh, this is low level news, like uh, who cares kind of news. But this is the uh, the state of our country and the state to which uh, Democrats have um, have made impeachment. That is just kind of a nothing thing. It's kind of an annual tradition at this point. So Trump was impeached on a single charge of inciting insurrection on Wednesday. The House vote was largely partisan, but 10 Republicans did join Democrats. And Democrats are bragging that this was the most bipartisan impeachment of all time. It's okay. It's only been done, what, four times? And you guys did two, I think is the correct, are the correct numbers. 
Okay, you peeled off 10 Republicans. Congratulations. I didn't even think that um, that uh, what's her face? The leading the charge was um, was uh, Wyoming Republican Liz Cheney. I didn't think her reasoning made much sense because she's saying, yeah, I think Trump breached the proper roles between the House, between Congress and the presidency because he was saying Congress had the power to reject the electoral votes in a way that it doesn't. That was a lie. That was an overreach of executive authority. All right. I guess I can understand, but that's not what the impeach. That's not what the article of impeachment said. The article of impeachment said incitement of insurrection. That's what it said. So if you vote for that, you're saying Trump incited the mob. That's what you're saying. Nothing more, nothing less. So the plan for the Senate trial is unclear. It's not going to happen until after Trump is out of office on Wednesday and a Senate trial, as I discussed earlier in the week, uh, a Senate trial for an ex president isn't even constitutionally clear that that's an acceptable thing to have happen. So we'll see where that goes. I, Democrats are going to drop it. So it will go somewhere. And, and it's possible, as I mentioned earlier, there are people floating the idea that Democrats have the option to punish Trump or ban him from running for office ever again without actually convicting him. And per Senate rules, all that takes is a simple majority vote. Now, if you punished somebody without convicting, conviction requires a supermajority. If you punished without convicting, that seems like it might have some legal implications, but would the court actually take up such a thing? Maybe the Senate will do this just to dare the Supreme Court to take it on. And would the Supreme Court balk like they've balked at every other piece of this uh, development? Jim Clyburn said that the House may wait 100 days to send the articles over to the Senate. So we might not even have the Senate trial until like summer, basically. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Democrats can't help themselves. Uh, it's just a question of what kind of show and when, not a question of if we get the show. But a couple interesting things uh, from the House vote on impeachment. Eric Swalwell. Eric Swalwell says that Trump is just like Osama bin Laden. This is uh, in an interview with PBS NewsHour. Osama bin Laden did not enter U.S. soil on September 11, but it was widely acknowledged that he was responsible for inspiring the attack on our country and the president with his words using the words fight with the speakers that he assembled that day who called for trial by combat and said we have to take names and kick ass Uh, that is hate speech that inspired and radicalized people to storm the capitol are you comparing president trump to osama bin laden i'm comparing the words of a individual who would incite and radicalize somebody uh, as Osama bin Laden did to what President Trump did. You don't actually have to commit the violence yourself, but if you call others to violence, that itself is a crime. Okay. Well, I mean, I I agree that you can plan an attack, but uh, please provide the evidence that Trump planned the attack. He said the word he said the word fight. That's their best case. That's actually in the article of impeachment. He said the word fight for your country <laughs> as though no politician has ever said the word fight no. in any context. That's their best evidence. And you have to enjoy taking lectures about American loyalty from a guy who literally was simping after a Chinese spy only yeah. a few years ago. I heard it. I heard it pronounced on the radio as Fong Fong. Do we <laughs> do no, we? Do we have clarification on whether it's Fang Fang or Fong Fong? I don't know. I don't like that. I, but they do spell, they do say Wang like Wong. Oh, so, so maybe it is Fong Fong. Maybe it's Fong Fong, yeah. Another note from the impeachment house vote, Congressman Louis Gomer from Texas, he gave a speech explaining that by the standard, 
nearly everyone will be guilty of incitement. And in his speech, he quoted Nancy Pelosi to make his point. Here was part of that speech. Here's a quote. I just don't even know why there aren't more uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. We were called enemies of the state. Those are all quotes from our speaker. Now, on our side, we didn't take those to be impeachable because we, we didn't believe she surely meant that. But by the Democrats taking this action, you're telling me, no, when we say those, we actually mean to incite violence. In response to that quoting of Nancy Pelosi, several blue tech blue check journalists were on Twitter condemning Louis Gohmert for advocating more uprisings after the Capitol riot, to which a bunch of people responded, obviously, yeah, he was quoting Nancy Pelosi. And that's kind of the point that if you guys condemn this statement when you think it was uttered by somebody else, but it's totally fine when it's when it's from Nancy Pelosi, that's the point on the double standard. That's the point that if we held this standard overall, people like Nancy Pelosi would be impeached or indicted for criminal activity, but we don't. And they still doubled down on it. You might think, oh, are they just idiots who misinterpreted what he said? Well, the one of the uh, reporters who, who posted this clip originally saying Louis Gohmert calls for more violent uprisings and claims that Nancy Pelosi is destroying the American experiment uh, and blah, blah, blah. It's pointed out by a bunch of people responding. He was quoting Nancy Pelosi, you buffoon. And this lady responds per the reporting from her outlet, quote, we all know Gomert was trying to quote Pelosi to hide his, to hide his call for more violence on the house floor. Those who say, but he was quoting Pelosi are willfully missing the point that Gomert was continuing to call for violence yesterday. But that, but that's the point. That's the point. If you grant that it's a Pelosi quote, then okay, I'll entertain your claim that Gomert's calling for violence. But that means Nancy Pelosi was also calling for violence. Period. You can't have it both ways. You can't excuse her and say he is. And have it both ways, though. That's what they're doing. Well, they they, are applying the law unequally. Yes, in effect, you're right. Although um, impeach, I mean, technically impeachment is a political thing. It's not a legal thing, but I get the point that you're saying. Excitement thing. Yeah, their their intent is never to apply their incitement standard to their side of the aisle. Never. Well, they'll never do it, though. I mean, and unfortunately, that has to dictate our behavior. So we have to fight them with an at least one arm tied behind our backs. That's basically what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And yet it's still competitive. I mean, all the ways in which they cheat. You know, you think of um, all of the I'll be fair, Susan, all the oddities of the election. That's all I'm saying. All the oddities. And then you have these clear double standards and you have accu- like life ruining accusations against people like Kavanaugh. And uh, and yet these things are still competitive, yet you guys barely win all the all the oddities that break in your favor. And yet you barely win. Yep. Hmm. Of course, the effort to punish Trump uh, may be an, an effort to ban him from future office. And of course, he's been banned from pretty much every social media platform. MySpace. I don't know if he has a MySpace still. He might be allowed there. Some. Did you see? I, I did. I looked at it earlier today. It's still operational and it's mostly like a music streaming video streaming site. It's not like mm-hmm. a normal social media. Wouldn't that be a weird way for us to go full, full circle? We end up back on MySpace. In the future, we're all going to move to California to fix it. And we're on MySpace to talk to each other. Yeah, right. Hmm. News for uh, news for Trump, though, you see some banks are now refusing to um, 
to work with Trump, Deutsche Bank, among others, they're canceling their Trump accounts and their Trump relationships because these corrupt bankers have suddenly decided that this is the this is the line. They're suddenly moral actors. Oh, good for you guys. New York City under Bill de Blasio says they will cancel any business dealings with Trump. PGA says they won't do golf events at Trump properties. And the list goes on. And there have even been calls to have Trump digitally removed from Home Alone 2. I know. Course, Macaulay Culkin opined. What a piece of shit. Even Macaulay Culkin. People are advocating this on Twitter. And Macaulay Culkin responds to people's uh, advocacy of this, cheering them on. And it turns out work on this project has actually already begun. Here is a new here's a look at what a new edited concept for what the new Home Alone 2 might look like. Excuse me, where's the lobby? True international average of pressure. Thanks. I would say that's much better, wouldn't you? <laughs> I like it. The needs a little polish, maybe, but it looks pretty good. That edit was courtesy of the uh, meme team over at the Daily Wire. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, Meanwhile, major week for James O'Keefe and the team over at Project Veritas. Holy cow. Just uh, a big story after big story. I've been dreading watching this because I I watched it the other night and I just had this horrible wave of anxiety. Like somebody going to try to take my kid. My God, if you guys have found a new way to instill anxiety in blonde, you really have crossed the line. Seriously, gosh, just the thought that somebody was talking about. I, I don't know how Project Veritas does it, but I, I the way that their videos appear, I think that they're doing some honeypot action. Uh, what do you I mean? Think. Explain. I think that they're putting out some really hot chicks oh. to go out with these guys, with these with these executives and get them kind of wasted and be yeah. like, why don't you tell me more about uh, how you want to enslave people? And 100%. And I think that's what happened with this uh, lawyer over at PBS. Truth be told, yeah. I'm not even that mad about what he said. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's, he's advocating putting your kids in camps. Okay, it's bad. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I kind of know they already think this. The thing that's actually worse to me is James O'Keefe confronting this guy asking for clarification. He said, no, no, we were just talking about drinks. Molotov cocktails. That's an actual drink. We were talking about. Okay. So to explain, uh, PBS said Wednesday that attorney Michael Beller has resigned after a project Veritas video shows him advocating rounding up Trump supporters, kids and putting them in re-education camps, as well as attacking the white house with Molotov cocktails and more. Here's some of that Project Veritas piece. Anyone buy drinks? Well, for a lot of Republican voters and Homeland Security will take their children <laughs> and we'll put them into re education. Amen. What are we going to do if we don't like it? Go to the White House and throw Molotov cocktails. Do you stand by? Okay, so. We're going to throw Molotov cocktails in the White House. We're going to round up your kids. James O'Keefe confronts him at a restaurant. This is his explanation. By your statements that Molotov cocktails should be used. We were drinking cocktails. It's it's a type of cocktail that (laughs) you're talking about. Come on. How dumb do they think we are? That's the bullshit, okay? I'm not going to sit here on my moral high horse and say, how dare you advocate? This show is full of all sorts of casual semi-joking semi-serious pieces of advocacy about political violence it is 
All right. I'm not going to sit here and act like this guy's a piece of shit, but we're on a moral high horse, but own it. Okay. When James O'Keefe says, Hey, uh, what did you mean by that? Just say, yeah, you know, I, I'm, I said what I said. I kind of meant it. Fair enough. Now I know who you are. Don't lie to me in this way. The lie is what really gets me. That is just, I mean, that's bullshit of a, of a high order. The lie is what gets you here. It's, it's his truth. that gets me. He really would take my child from me. Yeah, I guess, I guess what I'm saying is to the extent that we've talked about heads on pikes and things, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that, that, that um, similar thing. Here's what I'm saying. If someone got me into a similar environment where you were, you were having drinks and joking, things get said. I get that. If people are joking around about what's going to happen in the current political environment, I don't know that I would make a joke about people's kids being rounded up in a weird way like that. And he probably honestly believes that. But you but know I, what what's me about this? You know, I hate leftists truly, but hmm. I don't want to take their children from them. There is maybe there is something uniquely uniquely evil about that, I suppose. Like what have their kids done? Well, yeah. And then the bond between, you know, parent and child, no matter how stupid the parent is, is profound and necessary for a child's development. So, you know, what what kind of re-education camp could you possibly put children in that would be better than the bond they have with their parents, even if their parents are fucking retards? Is that guy childless? I wonder. Like, I wonder if he's Michael Beller. B-E-L-L-E-R. I wonder if he... If he's a dad who would advocate the seizure of other people's children, that's uh, that's something. That's something right there. Motherfucker. Go on. I'll, I'll find okay. out. Okay. Let's move into the uh, to the Texas voter fraud sting in the mean in the meantime. So. Rachel Rodriguez, I think she also goes by the name Raquel Rodriguez. In any case, uh, this uh, this is a woman identified by uh, a prior project Veritas. <clears throat> Excuse me. Prior Project Veritas investigation. <clears throat> I guess I have oh, the wrong. She was arrested this week on voter fraud charges. She could face up to 20 years in prison. Here was some of the Project Veritas story on her. Our investigative reporting into ballot harvesting has led to an arrest. The Texas Attorney General has just announced that Raquel Rodriguez has been arrested for ballot harvesting. For voter fraud, she could face up to 20 years in jail. As you recall, Raquel Rodriguez was the individual we caught on tape in San Antonio, Texas, talking about cash for votes. When you do things like this for votes, mm-hmm. you're talking between 5 to $8 per vote. Saying, quote, I could go to jail. I'm a little apprehensive to tell you what I'm effing doing. What I do in picking up the ballots when he was with me, that's illegal. I could go to jail. So I, I'm a little apprehensive to tell somebody what I'm doing. Okay, so up to 20 years in prison for that lady, says Attorney General Ken Paxton in Texas. Quote, many continue to claim there's no such thing as election fraud. We've always known that such a claim is false and misleading, and today we have hard evidence. So just to be clear about what happened here, in Veritas tapes, she says that she could fraudulently provide thousands of votes if needed. So Veritas was posing as um, uh, a candidate for office, going to her saying, hey, uh, how much money would we have to cut you to fraudulently provide X number of votes? And these the votes were in the thousands, thousand votes, 7,000 votes, things like that. So it's not, I guess, it's, if I'm understanding this correctly, it's not a question of how many fraudulent votes she submitted. It's a question of her willingness to do that on behalf of people who inquired. 
That's the idea here. And it should be noted that she worked as a uh, political consultant or political operative for candidates from both parties. She was not uniquely Democrat or uniquely Republican. So just to be clear, yes, it's, it's one case. Yes, she worked for both parties. No, it doesn't by itself prove the entire election is a fraud or something like that. But just it's amazing what you find when you actually go looking. That's kind of the lesson from this story. No, no evidence of widespread voter fraud. Well, uh, did you look for the evidence or did you say that? Yeah. Because if you look like O'Keefe and his team did, well, maybe, maybe some. And widespread is always the operative word. What does widespread even mean? I mean, it doesn't, it didn't need to be widespread, of course. It just needed to be localized in the appropriate areas. And, and this lady, this lady knew exactly what she was doing. She was saying, I could provide you with, say, 7,000 votes for like 50 grand. She was proposing yeah. specific deals, which implies to me she knows how to get that done. It implies to me that she's done that in the past. Of course. I mean, yeah. how would you know how to do it if you if you hadn't already done it? Yeah. Meanwhile, um, well, we'll get to this in a minute. J- Twitter is very mad about uh, Ugandan election integrity. <laughs> But Jack Dorsey also uh, had an insider on Twitter who provided this recording of or James O'Keefe had an insider on Twitter who provided this recording of Jack Dorsey discussing with employees the banning of Donald Trump and saying, yeah, there's way more coming. We are focused on one account right now, but this is going to be much bigger than just one account. And it's going to go on for much longer than just this day, this week, the next few weeks. It's going to go on beyond the inauguration. The focus is certainly on this account and uh, how it ties to real world violence, but also we need to think much longer term around how these dynamics play out over time. I don't believe this is going away anytime soon. The U.S. is extremely divided. Um, our platform is uh, showing that uh, every single day, and our role is to protect the integrity of that conversation. Uh, and do what we can to make sure that no one is being harmed uh, based off that. And, and that is the focus. And- that was meaningless. All of that was just jargon. It was filled with jargon. He's just talking about censoring people indiscriminately. That's really what he's yeah. saying. And to me, none of that is surprising, but that's one of the, the pieces of value that Veritas provides. I, I sort of know based on the pieces that this is what they're saying. But this is the conclusive hard evidence that indeed they say that and think that. So it's good to hear it, even though you kind of know that's what's going on. And just from Jack Dorsey, if you're Jack Dorsey, imagine thinking that you alone can protect the so-called integrity of the conversation, whatever that means, with 300 plus million Americans talking at infinite speeds on the Internet at any given time. How do you protect the integrity of the conversation? What conversation? What are you talking about? Right. And who's endowed him with that power? Yeah, it's uh, you have to be a weird power seeking person to even want that. If someone told me, hey, I'll give you the ability to control the boundaries of every single person's conversation. Would you take it? No, I would not, because I I believe in the principles of free speech. I don't I don't think that I'm a moral superior to everyone that I alone should police what they're allowed to discuss. And he thinks that I mean, just imagine and and imagine thinking, oh, we uh, he says, um. You know, we have this obligation to stop bad things from happening and criminal activity and all this. Well, how? I mean, on the scale that this is, how? You you really can only stop crime that has happened if you're Jack Dorsey. You can assist law enforcement with criminal activity that may be happening on your platform and provide them with the evidence. 
But the second that you try to be a preemptive policeman when you're not even a policeman at all is the second that you just start encroaching on people's ordinary conversation to which they have a right as a philosophical matter. I know it's just, oh, they're a private company. They could do whatever they want. We'll get to that in a minute. And yes, in a pure principle level, that's true. But um, just on a philosophical level, do you really want to intrude on people's conversations? No. no. Who would want that responsibility anyway? It's a tremendous responsibility. No. I keep uh, I keep hearing uh, this analogy too, and I think it's important to, to, to think about. Um, do, does Twitter have a right to ban people for whatever reason they want control conversation for whatever reason they want it's their platform i suppose they do but think about this in a prior decade of american life this would be like the telephone company monitoring your phone calls from your home and deciding if your conversation with your aunt sally is appropriate or not Mm -hmm. did they have the right to do that maybe Do, do we want that though or do we want a culture that says ah your conversation with your aunt sally is kind of a that's a you and an aunt sally thing and if you guys talk about committing crime Maybe then we'll get a warrant. Maybe then we'll listen in. Maybe then we'll arrest you. But if you're just talking about how you have controversial racial opinions or something like that, not really my goddamn business. That's the culture that has to be restored. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be able to restore that culture. Not easily. Not easily. Well, that's it's the for Soviet sure. Union. You know, it was the children and the neighbors that turned people in. Then we saw that. Do you see that dumb bitch that turned in her mom? No, what happened there? Oh, she her, her mom told her to stop going to Black Lives Matter protests because she's like, what are you doing going to these protests? And then she saw on some, I don't know, some video or something that her mom was at the Capitol protest. And so she turned them into police. Oh, my God. Did she even talk to her mom or she just went to the cops? She just went to the cops and then she texted her mom. She's like, how was your day? No, oh, what a bitch. I know. Can you imagine you you carry a child for nine months and then you raise them and then they're just a fucking piece of shit. It's like, what do you do in that did situation? Did the mom commit crime or did she just go to the to the to the protest thing? Whatever to the event. I know criminal activities were they happened, but did she commit crime? I think she went into the Capitol. Okay. All right. Irrelevant. I don't care. You know, your your family's supposed to help you bury a body. They're not supposed to turn you into the cops. Yeah, well, I mean, there is a point at which I probably would turn family into the police, but I would go to my family first. All right. I'm going to if if my family turn out to be hardened criminals who have no remorse and no uh, none, none of that, then justice, I, I believe justice has to be served. But nope, family loyalty right. family first on that one, I'm, I'm not turning them in. What if they're a serial killer and they don't stop? Well, what 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 were those people doing? Who were they killed? <laughs> I agree. Or were that they there was, married? I agree that there's latitude that should be granted. And I'm going to talk to my relative first. No doubt. I'm very confident that if my mom went on a serial killing spree, that the people would probably deserve it. Hmm. I mean, and I'm talking like, I'm talking extreme examples like that. Like if my relative is a serial killer and there's a manhunt for him or her, and I know that I have information to stop that person. I would. I would. Well, which relative? Oh, uh, let's say a sibling. No deal. Okay. Siblings get an infinite pass. All right. Okay. Well, maybe I'd call my sibling and say, all right, here's an opportunity to turn yourself in. I don't want to have to do it. Please take, please do this. Mm. Does that make me a bad sibling? I don't know. (laughs) All right. Anyway, anyway, moving in, getting back to the censorship topics. Uh, Twitter, this is maybe the, uh, this is deserving of the world record ratio, even though it probably didn't get there. I was watching it climb and, uh, with much enjoyment. 
because no matter what Jack said, that was not even close to the most absurd Twitter publication or broadcast of the week. So on, on Tuesday, Twitter's public policy account condemned Ugandan officials ordering internet service providers to block social media and messaging apps, including Twitter, ahead of their election. Says Twitter, we strongly condemn internet shutdowns. They are hugely harmful, violate basic human rights and principles of the open internet. Twitter, (laughs) (laughs) they continued, uh, access to information and freedom of expression is never more important than during democratic processes, particularly elections. This, uh, of course, from the company that that blocked a major story about Hunter Biden a few weeks before the election, among other uh, anti-democratic or anti-free information before an election norms. They just simply didn't like the story in that case, of course. Um, I enjoyed the ratio. They've got 39,000 replies, 15,000 likes. I don't even know how they got to that, but scrolling the replies is a good adventure. A lot of variations of... um, Uganda is a private country. Build your own Uganda, Jack. A lot of good. Yeah. Good rips there. So, uh, and Parler. The fact that they would even say something like that is, I don't even think at this point that they lack self-awareness. I think that they just don't care that we recognize their hypocrisy. And that's probably worse. Yeah. They like laughing at us. Yeah. Which is fine because I like laughing at them, but you know, at some point it doesn't get that funny, uh, as is the case with Parler. So it's been a week, as we, we discussed this last weekend, Amazon Web Services was shut uh, was set to uh, boot Parler off its servers, and they did that on Sunday night, last Sunday night. Now Parler CEO John Madsey says Parler uh, may never come back. So he did an interview with Reuters, and he says the platform's return, about the platform's return, quote, it may never we don't know yet. He's not giving up on parlor uh, though. He's still looking for, he's still working for its return. He's looking for servers to host the site. Um, and they are suing Amazon web services in federal court. Now I know that, uh, well, all, all the censorship fans on Twitter and elsewhere, they note that Amazon is a private company. Amazon can do what they want. That is true in the purest sense, but it's not the full scope of the issue here either. So this federal uh, lawsuit that was um, filed uh, by Parler against Amazon, a couple things to note here. We have almost certain collusion and breach of contract as well. But isn't it funny how Amazon had no issue with Parler until the exact moment that Twitter banned Trump and the exact moment that Trump was likely to sign up for an account and the exact moment that thousands, if not millions of people were going to head over to Parler. Then suddenly Amazon has a, a problem with Parler, presumably because they have a um, presumably corrupt relationship with Twitter and they're trying to block out Twitter's competition. One would theorize, connect the dots if you wish. But if you want a, a dot that's more directly connected, Parler is saying per their contract with Amazon that they had a um, a 30-day notice period. If, if services were going to be terminated, they were supposed to be given 30 days notice. And they were not. They weren't even given 30 hours notice. So yeah, private companies can do what they want, but you can't breach contracts. If you agree to terms and the terms are not met, well, then you have uh, liability. You've committed a wrong there. So We'll see how this uh, plays out. You know, uh, I don't know. Amazon, of course, has an army of lawyers, and I don't know that Parler will be able to match it. We'll see how that happens. And I, of course, hope that Parler is able to find some other host for its website. Because as it stands right now, I mean, I, I want to give air to these alternatives to Twitter and YouTube and Google and all the rest. 
Gab is doing the best they can. I give them a ton of credit for A, having their own servers and B, doing what they can with them and C, expanding. But Gab has been, you know, borderline unusable the last week. They're doing what they can. I'm not faulting them yeah. for that. I see. And Parler, you know, Parler's been totally offline and now Mines. Google Play, this according to Mines CEO Bill Ottman, Google Play sent Mines a 24-hour warning two days ago. And they said that you basically have to clean up your moderation or we're going to boot you from the app store just like we did Parler. And so in response to keep Mines in the app store, Bill Ottman and the Mines team, they just axed a whole bunch of the site's functionality. So they they disabled... Um, they removed the search function, they removed discovery, and they removed comments. Removing comments from a social media site? Like, like what's the point of using it? They know that. Um, he, and he does know that. He's saying he's working on building censorship-resistant infrastructure. But for now, Google has had its way. It's, it's Google saying either you chop off your own legs or we're going to do it. And Bill Ottman opted to chop off his own legs. I understand why he's doing it. I'm not even ripping him for that. Gab's still down, it looks like. Yeah, and you know, that's it. This is the sort of thing, like I, I truly, I am sympathetic with the uh, private entities can do what they, what they want. I, I understand voluntary association and freedom of association is important and I will defend it. But if I say, hey, you're not welcome in my house for reasons X, Y, and Z, that doesn't mean I go get to meddle in the next house that you move to. Yeah, you can't go there either. Yeah, it, it's like if you're going to let people go, let them go. Let them go. Let them go build their own thing, do their own thing. And this is the real problem. I mean, we now have, as far as phones are concerned, you have two companies that are the gatekeepers for what information is allowed to pass through them. And they're they're in cahoots with each other. They both agree on everything. It's a great opportunity for people have talked about like an Elon Musk phone or something like that. That's something. Yeah. I do have a tendency to trust him, although that's probably a mistake too. I would jump ship on Apple and Google in a second. I, 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 I know that, I, I don't know, I'm not saying Elon Musk is the perfect hero or anyone, but there, I, I have a hard time believing anyone would be much worse than Apple and Google are being right now. Well, do we need all this access anyway? Maybe we just need to go back to ham radio and stuff. I mean, I just spent five days without the internet and my quality of life immediately improved drastically. It's probably something to that. I can see that. The thing is, though, to me, to me, it's much more important that I that I get that choice, you know? I can see the yeah. argument you're making, but I, if I decide the internet is a net negative for me, I want to leave the internet. I don't want to be banned from the internet by people who've decided I'm unsuitable for it. But I do think that maybe we should have listened to Ted Kaczynski on this one. <laughs> I do. I mean, I, technology has clearly destroyed us, our ability to compute uh, on a human level. I, I think the, that we really have allowed way too much of it into our, into our lives. And it's been highly destructive for the human spirit. I still think that it's a net positive insofar as I can learn a lot about any given subject that humans have ever learned about on a moment's notice. I think that's incredible and the best invention that humans have ever achieved, frankly. But it does come at a cost and you have to be wary of those costs. Well, yeah. The question is, is more access to information always better? Well, always if, uh, with a with a absolute statement like that. No, not always, because I think that if it comes at a cost of totally inhibiting your normal social life with real people in real life, n- of course not. But that's why I think it takes well-rounded people of sound mind to evaluate when they've had enough. That's enough internet for today, basically. And I've been trying to do I'm that in my own life. 
getting getting the most information out there. It's about uh, getting the correct information to the the most people. That, that's really what this should have been about. And that, the way to do that is not to saturate with all the information. People cannot sift through information on their own. There's just too much information. There has to be some way to do that for them. I I would disagree insofar as the only way you could achieve that is by having a gatekeeper, someone declaring what the good information is. Yeah, that's that's the only way that it can be done. We have no. to have a benevolent gatekeeper. That that has to be it. I can't agree with that. I think that the way the truth emerges is by letting the ideas compete. Yeah, but if the ideas can't compete, then that then that ceases to even well, but, be a that, but that's my problem is we have gatekeepers now and I can't say the solution is better gatekeepers. My solution is less or no gatekeepers. Yeah, but the no gatekeepers thing, you know, people are not going to sift They They will voluntarily choose to have gatekeepers over doing the research themselves. That's just. Yeah, well, yeah of course, of course. We all do that. hundred percent. We have people we trust and generally Even, view as. I do that all the time because there's yeah. just no way to, yeah. to sift all the information. Um, so with that information, don't, don't you think that we should be strategizing for ways to control the gatekeeping position? No, no, I, I won't. I won't participate in that fight because I don't want that control. It's the same thing with Jack Dorsey. If you told me I could control the flow of information from other people, that's a sword I don't want. It's a sword I don't believe in. Well, I, I don't want it. But I would like to contribute to choosing somebody else that does it. <laughs> if you're asking me, would I like if I have to have gatekeeping, would I like better gatekeepers than the current ones? Yes. But I, but I'm not going to say that gatekeeping is the solution. Maybe gatekeeper is the wrong word. I mean, we're talking about people that are curating information. As long as everyone is free to become a curator and everyone is free to trust the curators they want. Sure. Okay. I agree with that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, but that, that's how this is all going to go. And to the extent that people have decided that they trust the curation of this show or others, that's just true. And to the extent that we ourselves rely on curators that we trust, that's true. But I just, I don't want to say that curators I disagree with should be banned and disappeared. I, I no, can't but they can't, they can't control the, the host of information. That exists. No. It's it's too too influential. Wait, this who's is why that? people are retarded. I'm talking about Jack Dorsey and his ilk. Yeah, they just control too much of the information flow. I don't want to be. Um, I just don't want to be better Jack. I want to be not Jack. <laughs> That's all. By the way, the, I would vastly prefer the uh, the one thing I forgot to mention about Jack Dorsey. Uh, the best nickname, there's all sorts of like hipster Rasputin, people call him things like that. The best one I heard, and I don't know who to credit for it. I would if I could. Bandolf. Bandolf. That's Jack Dorsey. <laughs> Whoever you are who coined that term, excellent. You're on. You're up there with R2 Dindu. Bandolf. That is excellent. Who do you think did that? Do you know who? I don't know. I just saw it circulating. So good for you, whoever that was. Okay. Well, um, what do you think? We have three more stories. We could do a brief break and hop through them or just power through them and uh, finish off the show with Super Chat. Uh, sure. Let's let's power through in case okay. my baby I heard a peep from her this whole time. OK, uh, let's talk Jacob Blake, Ugh. because we discussed a little bit of Jacob Blake last week. Jacob Blake shot in the back in Kenosha, now paralyzed or partially paralyzed. And we discussed Jacob Blake because investigators had announced that uh, there uh, that um, there would be no charges for the police officers who shot him after he refused to drop his knife. This week, Jacob Blake is back and he did his first interview since the shooting on Good Morning America. And this is just a preposterously soft interview. Host Michael Strahan just glosses over the whole thing, saying uh, 
Uh, Jacob was just at his baby mama's house for a birthday party for his child. That's why he was there. Nothing more. Nothing to see here. Jacob just hanging out at his kid's birthday party. And that's when everything went awry. And then more insanely, Jacob Blake says he was uh, he was right about to surrender before he was shot. He was right about to surrender and he was going to do it right after he put that knife away in his car. He wanted to protect this is a dangerous weapon. I'm going to go put it away in my car and then you guys can cuff me. Take me in. Here's a uh, part of the interview. BC News exclusive Jacob Blake and his first interview since he was shot and partially paralyzed. You didn't resist. I resisted to getting beat on. And what I mean by that is not falling, not letting them put their head on my neck. That's all I was thinking. So after he stopped shooting me, I said, Daddy, love you, no matter what. I thought it was going to be the last. <clears throat> I thought it was going to be the last thing I say to them. It was August 23rd, and Blake was at the house of Laquisha Booker, the mother of three of his children. They were celebrating their son Israel's eighth birthday when an argument broke out between Booker and a neighbor. So I just wanted to get them. I wanted to leave. My son is inside. I'm taking him to the store again, make him forget about all this. As Blake prepares to leave, Great dad. Booker calls police. Yes, um, I need the officer. Jacob Blake is here and he has the keys to a rental. Police respond to a, quote, family trouble. They're told there's a warrant for Blake on domestic violence offenses and sexual assault. We see you, you walk away from the officers after they try to grab you. I'm rattled, you know. I realized I had dropped my knife. Oh. That little pocket knife. So I picked it up after I got off of him. <laughs> Did you? Because they tased me and I fell on top of him. You were thinking once you get the knife into the car, you were going to just say, throw myself to the ground and, you know, put my arms behind my back. Because if they did it there and they killed me there, everybody would see it. Uh-huh. That, that's what was going to happen. That's what he was planning. Man, man with a lisp. I just. Michael no. Strahan. Yeah. yeah. What is he doing on TV? Uh, that is a remarkable admission, isn't it? Not a lot of commentary on that. Uh, Quote Jacob Blake, I realized I had dropped my knife, so I picked it up. Okay, what what do we learn from that? Uh, to all those media outlets still reporting as of last week that Jacob Blake was unarmed, you guys should have asked Jacob Blake. Notice Michael Strahan says, so you didn't resist, did you? Oh, no, 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 I resisted. Yeah, I resisted. I just, uh, I, I, I resisted the beating, that's all. But, you know, like you weren't unarmed. No, I was armed. I, I dropped my knife and then I saw, oh, hey, I dropped my knife. I should probably pick it up. So, you guys it should have asked knife. that's on a weapon. Yeah. It was just a, which honestly I could understand. Let's say you had a pocket knife in your pocket. You get in a tussle with police rightly or wrongly, and it falls out of your pocket. I actually could understand that happening and you weren't intending to like use it as a weapon. But the second that you pick it up you say, yeah, I picked it up. And then the police were telling me, drop the knife. And I said, no, I'm going to go over there and put it in my car. <laughs> so, that we're supposed to believe that's what was going on. But keep in mind, the fact that he picked it up, that shows that none of this was accidental. If it, if it dropped out of his pocket and he just kind of forgot that he had it, he wouldn't pick it up and ignore police commands. So it shows that the brandishing of the knife not only happened, but was ongoing and deliberate. And they just kind of gloss over that. In addition to, oh, Jacob Blake was just hanging out at his baby mama's house for a birthday party. Oh, you mean the baby mama who had a restraining order against him for felony sexual assault, for which he had a felony arrest warrant, and the police were justified in 
trying to serve that war. That that's why. And you're racist for bringing that up. I know it's it's unbelievable. They just gloss over all this stuff, and then <laughs> even if you believe this story, I was right about to surrender. I was right about to get on the ground as soon as I put my knife away. He starts off the interview by saying, "Well, I was I was never going to surrender because they'll make me the next George Floyd." I didn't want to get on the ground. They'd put their, their knee on my neck like that. I wasn't going to do that. And then by the end of the interview, he's saying, I was right about to do it. Right about to lay on the ground for them to, to knee, stick that knee right into my neck, just like my friend George. I was right about to do it. They just didn't give me enough time. Well, which is it, dude? You got to pick. Are these the heroes the black community really wants? Well, at least the Black Lives Matter community. I don't know. I mean, this, this the Jacob, scroll through the... Um, the YouTube comments on this one, it's tons of people who are just saying like, I don't know. I was kind of, it's kind of in on black lives matter themes, but this one is just embarrassing. Like, come on, I'm done here. That's always encouraging to see, but just the lengths we had the DA come out last week and say the media coverage of this has been bullshit. Here's the video and the evidence, not just video of Jacob Blake with the knife, but him saying, yeah, I had a knife. And yet the lies persist. The lies persist. Uh, we'll go on forever no matter what the facts say. Well, and keep in mind. Did you hear what Dave Cullen told me? He's like, you need to stop using the reason key on the emotion door. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I'm trying to reason with people all the time. And I think he's right. It's like black lives matter. They're not going to be swayed by any facts of the case. No leftists yeah. really are. I think we need to start operating on a different wavelength here. Ugh. And also I'm done trying to negotiate with these people. They, they clearly have a mental disorder. Like what am I supposed to do to somebody that's an entrenched black lives matter advocate? What, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that person? Once, once we start, I, I'm not even saying that's wrong. I think there's probably some truth to that. All I know is once we start using the emotion key, like uh, I, I'm out of business, man. Like that's, that's not my game. I can't sit here and make you the, I can't give you the emotional case for Jacob Blake or even the right wing equivalent of Jacob Blake. I can't do that for anybody. I, this is not my, that's not my shtick. I mean, I think that we should, we should empower people to look at the humor of this situation with this (laughs) criminal black guy dropping his knife. And then now he's paralyzed and you know, he's not going to be running away from any cops. Exactly. Uh, This is, this is all pretty, pretty funny can we all agree on that yeah <laughs> i was trying to think of various jokes like um i couldn't i couldn't quite make it happen but yeah he's not gonna be running away from anyone anymore is the obvious one and like um jacob blake is back but his back doesn't work anymore something like that you know what i like i couldn't make it land i couldn't there's some back and back i couldn't fit it together you were so close, i tried though. yeah you gotta make you gotta make joke maybe that's the angle i think you're right is like if I'm not going to make some like impassioned, sad, emotional plea, humor is sort of an emotional flavor. It's an emotional variant, you know? And if, if you get better at that sort of thing, maybe there's truth to that. You gotta uh, watch this Tiger Woods documentary as an aside, the HBO Tiger Woods documentary everybody's talking about. Oh, I don't know. What's that about? Oh, you gotta watch. Fascinating. You know, the funniest thing about all of this, this is just a commentary on racism, just an aside. Okay. So his black father, who was a total womanizer, married this immigrant Thai lady. And they thought they were going to revolutionize the world by having a black son that like disrupted the white sport of golf. Mm. And then all that really happened was he did become the greatest golfer of all time, but then descended into black culture and became like the most hated person because he just ended up you know, slumming it and cheating on his hot white wife with some skank. And now everybody thinks is a joke. It's like, this is how you want to disrupt this white sport. It's just this fall from grace stuff. It's like, this cannot be what the black community wants. This can't be what they want. Tiger Woods could definitely disrupt it. Cause like, 
when you look at Tiger Woods, you're like, I'm not really sure what race you are, but definitely not white. That's the only thing. Well, <laughs> you know, for you know, sure. he's, like, he's like 25% black, but he yeah. looks like he's a black dude. You know, he also looks Asian though. You know, he looks well, like, you know, he's part Asian. He's half Asian. Yeah. 25% Chinese, 25% Thai. He's Wait. one of those guys that when he fills out the SAT, he can check like every racial box and get yeah. the uh, special treatment. But my point of the story is Tiger Woods, Martin Luther King, Jacob Blake, Philando Castile, George Floyd. Like, what did Philando Castile do? Was he not? Was he not the one that? Um, didn't he have a weapon? No, Philando Castile was probably like the worst, one of the worst shootings. He was the one shot Which, by. Philando Castile was shot by that. Was it? Um, what was the city? It was a city in North Minneapolis. I forget the city, but the it was the Asian, no Mexican or Asian police officer who. He told the police officer, hey, I, I'm legally carrying just so you know. And the that's police. Right. That's right. I'm thinking of. OK, yeah. um, who who started the Dallas riots? Uh, God, there were a, there were a couple police shootings then at the time there was Alton Sterling and there was that was uh, Philando Castile was at that time. But there were other ones around that time. I There's been so many of these legitimate shootings that I can't even keep them straight. Anyway, my point is they, they need to choose choose better heroes. Oh, 100%. Yeah. This, this cannot be who they want to represent their community or their people. Jacob Blake, like, seriously? You guys are better. Uh, I don't know. The, the only other thing I'll say about this interview, uh, note, uh, she didn't do the interview. I guess she's not on screen here, but... Just note, um, what's her name? Robin Roberts. The same lady who did the tearful Jussie Smollett interview is there introducing this interview. We're here with Jacob Blake and, and Jacob Blake's crying about how he thought he was going to leave his children that day. Tell me, I'm sure Jacob Blake has never left his children ever before in his life. So racist. Right he's now. a very present father, uh, especially present when he's trying to sexually assault mom. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of. That brings us to Kyle. Actually, not speaking of sexual assault, but the Jacob Blake incident. Speaking of sexually assaulting mom. Let's should talk be about fair Kyle. to Kyle Rittenhouse, but that would only be like the third worst smear thrown at him <laughs> today this yeah. week. So after last week's bar adventure, prosecutors are now seeking increased restrictions on Kyle Rittenhouse's bond terms. This uh, not just because Kyle was seen legally drinking a beer with his parents wearing a free as fuck T-shirt, as we discussed, but because he dared take a photo that night showing uh, the OK hand sign, otherwise known as white supremacist signaling. According to prosecutors in the Rittenhouse case, before entering the bar, Rittenhouse posed outside with two men as they put all their hands up in the OK sign. The motion also says he did the same inside the bar. Prosecutors have also asked that Kyle be banned from drinking because alcohol leads to violence, even though Kyle was legally drinking with his parents and committed no violence that night. The motion also mm-hmm. alleges that Kyle was serenaded by five men singing Proud of Your Boys, the Disney anthem adopted by the Proud Boys. So prosecutors are asking for Kyle to now be as a term of his uh, term of his bond agreement to be banned from associating with hate groups, even though there's no evidence that he associated with any hate group. He went to the bar and people had a fun time with it. What a weird law that is that you can drink with your parents. Whatever the case, he didn't commit any kind of crime, but now that, that you can't drink because you'll commit violence. He didn't commit any violence. He didn't do anything illegal. In fact, Bottom line, it's all about building the narrative that Kyle is a racist or a white supremacist. And they've been running with that line forever. You go into like normie Facebook 
comments on news stories. And they're all talking about Kyle, the white supremacist, as though there was ever any evidence that that ever happened. And now they're just kind of manufacturing that evidence because a hand sign was made. Uh, He didn't even shoot any minorities, visible minorities. No, no, not that I recall. So how do I get out? Let's move on. (laughs) Uh, But this, this just goes to show too. speaking of the dangers, the inherent dangers now of going to exercise your rights, protesting at a Capitol, for example, you might be framed as a criminal and prosecuted to the fullest extent or even beyond the reasonable extent of the law. Don't dare defend yourself. I know I understand you have to do what you have to do. And I'm not saying Kyle did the wrong thing. I think he did hundred percent acted within his rights with remarkable precision. In fact, I, I would hope that if I were in such a situation that I would act with the restraint and the accuracy that he did, but bottom line, you defend yourself. They're not just going to go after you for murder. They're going to smear your character, call you right. Ra- these are, these are truly sick people. It's not enough just to prosecute Kyle for the killings of people and pretend those were unjustified, even though they were, we're going to smear his character and, and make this 18 year old a racist so that he's a, uh, you know, so he's a pariah for the rest of his life. Yeah. I mean, we have to think about these things. Uh, like Kyle, you know, I agree with, with how he behaved and everything like that, but was it really worth it for him? His life is, is going to be totally destroyed by this. I think once he's in it, he kind of had to do what he had to do. But to the question of was it worth it to show up, period, yeah, there's a serious debate there. Yeah. Keep in mind, yeah. I, I don't think he's unjustified to protect those businesses, but those businesses are 20 miles away from his house. He doesn't have to be there. That said, I don't want to discourage people from standing up for what's right. And I think he was standing up for what's right. Yeah, I agree with that, too. You I'm know? kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place on this one because I feel bad for the kid and I'm kind of like, why did you even go? But then if nobody does what he did, then, then black lives matter and people like them are just going to run roughshod over. And they still come to your neighborhood tomorrow when you have to defend it anyway. Yeah, that's true. No word on how likely prosecutors are to get these prosecutors are just asking for these terms that it's not agreed to yet. There's no hearing for the prosecutor's request that's been scheduled at least as of late Wednesday. Also, uh, in a related case, Derek Chauvin, the Minneapolis, uh, the man who kneeled on George uh, Floyd's neck infamously, he's now going to get a separate trial from the other officers in the case. Uh, they were set to be tried together in March, but a court order Tuesday cites limited courtroom space due to coronavirus restrictions. So Chauvin will stand trial alone in March and the other three former officers will be tried together in the summer. Legal observers say this change will benefit Chauvin's co-defendants, so the other police officers, uh, who will now get a preview of what the state's witnesses will say and thus more time to prepare their case. And they can also blame Chauvin in their defense because he won't be on trial with them at the time for pushback. Now, recall Chauvin is charged with second degree murder and second degree manslaughter in the Floyd case. The other cops are charged with aiding and abetting the murder and manslaughter. So we will find out what happens in only two months now, we'll have the Chauvin trial to get through and we'll see what sort of riots that inspires. Meanwhile, oh, no. couple, uh, a couple quick Rona stories and then we'll do hoax hate and we'll call it a night. Uh, another study is out another week, another piece of evidence that we have been duped for nearly a year and plenty of us are still begging for more. But an international study evaluating coronavirus responses around the world found that mandatory mandatory lockdown orders early in the pandemic may not have provided significantly more benefits to slowing the spread of the disease than other voluntary measures such as social distancing or travel reduction. 
The peer-reviewed study was published in the European Journal of Clinical Investigation and analyzed coronavirus case growth in 10 countries in early 2020. England, France, Germany, Iran, Italy, Netherlands, Spain, and the U.S. These are all countries that implemented mandatory lockdown orders and business closures. And they compared those countries to South Korea and Sweden, which instituted less severe voluntary responses. Researchers used a mathematical model to compare the countries and found, quote, no clear significant beneficial effect of more restrictive measures on case growth in any country. And of course, uh, this study says nothing about the other side of that bargain. So we got, if this study is to be believed, we got no positive health effects in terms of the virus itself. Meanwhile, we've had tremendously costly effects everywhere else. Of course, business is gone forever. Suicides up, drug overdoses up, deaths of despair overall up. So it's not even that we just got nothing for this bargain. It's not just a foolish bargain that gave us no gain. It's a foolish bargain that gave us no positive effect and only drastic self-imposed huge damage. That's it. File this one uh, under the rest of the science that is not to be followed, though. This is the science that doesn't count. Did you see the this woman yelling at this poor kid about a mask? Oh terrible and good for this little girl this is a video that went viral on tiktok and reddit this week an irate woman screams at a young child and her mother for not wearing a mask at a store calling them pieces of shit i don't know where this happened but it was uh circulating this week check out this scene Okay. Oh, that actually got you a little bit. Every time I watch it, um, because she's just trying to stick up for her mom, you know, what a good little girl just, you know, they're both just mortified and like, I am supposed to care if this fat irate woman is killed by a virus that probably doesn't exist like what what underlying conditions did your fat husband have well that's the claim if you didn't catch it she says my son no longer has a father because you guys won't wear a goddamn mask the implication is that her husband died of coronavirus that's not explicitly stated but that's i love this headline in the daily dot grieving woman whose husband died from covid confronts anti-mask karen first of all the mom and the kid are not karens they're just just minding their own business. Like, uh, how's that Karen activity? Okay. I, the, the misuse and redefinition of the term Karen is, uh, annoying, but that's beside the point. Really, Yeah. It's just, this is just assault on this, on this poor child. And it just probably really hurt her and scared her. And it must've been really difficult for her to speak up in that situation and talk about how her mom is a good mom. And something like that was really brave. It was a brave hmm. little girl. I don't know why this is making me emotional, but it is. I, I'm going to speculate. I don't know what happened to this woman's husband and, you know, all the best to her family, whatever. Um, I'm going to speculate that if her husband had a similar lifestyle to his wife, there may have been some other explanatory factors in his death than simple coronavirus and or other people not wearing masks. Because friendly reminder, there is little to no evidence that kids are a meaningful transmission vector for the virus. That's not really a thing. Numerous studies have found no evidence of asymptomatic spread. That's not really a thing. And there's only 
one randomized controlled study of masks and coronavirus, and that found no significant impact on transmission. But yes, lady, keep uh, yelling at random kids and calling them murderers, at least implicitly, because you are clearly the better person. Again, it's a scene of someone who clearly does not value or respect her own health, lecturing us about how we all have an obligation to do that for her. Start taking care of yourself, lady. Show us that you respect yourself first. Mind your own business. And um, I think the world will uh, will be in better shape. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to start arguing emotionally with these people. If that happened to me, I'd be like, I'm glad your husband's dead. Married you and you're clearly a huge piece of shit. So how good could his judgment have possibly been? I I honestly wouldn't even be mad at you in a situation like that. Now, if you just confronted a stranger at random to do that, of course, that's terrible. But this lady's picking a fight and, and claiming the virtuous moral high ground when, in fact, she's a terrible person. What she's doing in any other context is terrible behavior and should not be celebrated culturally. Right. And if I'm going to give her any leeway, let's say that her diabetic husband, alcoholic husband, whatever, was she was told that he died of coronavirus. Um, and then that is what is fueling her emotions. Maybe I should grant her that Mm -hmm. in that situation. Uh, I understand where she's coming from, but also wouldn't you have the thinking mind to be like, my husband died of coronavirus, but also he did this and this and this had this and this and this. I'm just, uh, let me think of a different analogous situation. Let's say that I had, um, let's say that I had a, a, a family member who was a bartender in a state or a time when smoking in bars was still legal and my non-smoking bartender family member died of emphysema because of all the years he spent at the bar, even though he wasn't smoking, mm-hmm. would I still go to random strangers smoking on the street and say, you're a piece of shit. Fuck you. Yeah, probably not. That's a really good analogy. That's probably not. There's no, the point is there's no direct connection between this little girl and her mom and the death of that lady's death of that lady's husband. There's none. She just made that up and claims it is true without any evidence to support it. That poor little girl. She, they probably got in the car and the little girl cried and cried. Yeah. Ugh. And we're well, never going to find out who this lady is because of her dumbass mask too. <laughs> Silver lining for them. Yeah. You, I, I always wonder uh, the more cynical and uh, curious I get about coronavirus, the more I wonder was the mask, uh, was the mask stuff, always put in place to be an accessory for criminal activity. You know, masks, suddenly we changed in any other context. If you go to a store with a mask on, you're presumed to be a criminal. Now you go into a store with a mask on, you're a hero. You're a virtuous, upstanding citizen. And when you have Antifa, Black Lives Matter, whatever crime on the street, suddenly all those people are wearing masks and that's not questioned. We think, oh, they're, they're good people. They're good guys because of their masks. Was that... Was that just pure coincidence or was that part of a potential design? It's, it's probably all part of the plan. Hmm. Well, let's talk some hoax hate. It is that time. And it's from uh, your old neck of the woods. And now the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. Well, Black Coffee Northwest. I don't. I don't know if you've ever. Have you ever had Black Coffee Northwest in your Seattle time? No. Okay. Just curious if it's good. A. Uh, it's a black-owned, as you might guess, a black-owned coffee shop in Seattle. 
They say their business has been vandalized with um, extremely poorly drawn swastikas on a no loitering sign. This after the business was supposedly firebombed in the fall. Here's the scene. They have closed for a couple of days here over security concerns. The folks here at Black Coffee Northwest are very outspoken about their support for the Black Lives Matter movement. But now someone is trying to silence them. There was like a swastika here and like here. Joyce, they have the closed hatred for a has couple been washed away, here over but the damage is done. Does it, it hurt? Folks here it does hurt. Um, it hurts a lot. Michaela Weary is just 17 and the president of Black Coffee Northwest, a black owned business that hires and trains youth of color so they can open up their own businesses one day. But earlier this week, swastikas were scrawled outside the shop. <laughs> That's the vandalism, to be clear. Those the I worst they... swastikas ever. Michaela, the... <laughs> the one on the left was clearly the first one. Then they tried to get in the middle. And then by the time they got to the right, I think they got it right. No, the one in the middle was the first one. You think so? <laughs> yeah and then look the one on the right they had to uh smudge it off to do it again you can tell oh maybe maybe they had to clean it up a little bit still the one on the right is correct they eventually got it it's pretty close All symmetry right. was the nazis though so not that close <laughs> is not intimidated i see it as a call to action action that's needed to counter the hatred being inflicted here <sighs> just three months ago someone firebombed the business with no, molotov cocktails attempting to burn this business to the ground <laughs> michaela's mom darnisha says the Poor message try. being sent is get out but that's not the message she's hearing. We're needed here. This space and at this time and who we're serving is what needs to happen here. Once word got out about the vandalism, the line at the drive-thru was 15 cars deep. Thank you so much. Very convenient. But says among them were people who made offensive comments to the kids working the window. Why does it have to be called black coffee? We already know you're black. They're having to deal with terrible comments every single day. In a Facebook post, Black bad. Coffee Northwest yeah. announcing it is closing for the next two days to increase security and give workers some time to decompress. Black Coffee Northwest says it plans to reopen Saturday at 10 a.m. Meantime, police continue their two investigations into the incidents here. They say a $10,000 reward is being offered for the arrest of the arsonist. You can send your tips to Shoreline Police. What a joke. I mean, there's so many layers on this one. Uh, having young black youth working and running this store it cannot be running efficiently. I mean, there's just no free... <laughs> Um, that's a lot of hate in that heart, but come on, what do you, there there are indicators. It is not a well-run business. I have to be honest about that. Um, yeah, the Swatsika situation, nobody, nobody in Seattle has ever told a black person that they needed to leave. That has literally never happened in Seattle. (laughs) Um, I, I don't know what to say about this. It's also tiresome. I don't know how many times we have to do the exact same segment on hoax hate earlier today. I was like, black coffee. Didn't we just do something (laughs) with them? Didn't something just happen with them? Um, I bet their coffee sucks. Uh, I don't know what to say here. I, w- I would never go to. Th- and and saying, uh, why do you need to be called black coffee? I can already tell you're black is straight up not racist at all. That's not, that's not racist. It's, it's quite kind. It's just a friendly inquiry. Yeah. Uh, it, it does seem very convenient that once again, um, this, this, uh, the, the <laughs> kindest of all vandals uh, practiced their swastikas with Sharpies on the $5 office depot sign. That's much appreciated. And it, um, if it seems like it's very convenient for this for this incident to result in a business boom for black coffee, they noted the long line of cars waiting. That's because this is a recurring strategy. So uh, this uh, we go back to this firebombing incident they referenced in the piece. You look at the, this is reporting from late September, early October. This is the firebombing outside the facility. Uh, it literally looks like I don't know. It looks like someone uh, put a giant cigarette butt out on the side of the building. That's about it. Like the. 
Yeah. You could clean this up with a sponge. This is not a firebombing. If it wasn't somebody that worked there, it was a black person that was accidentally doing crime on their business. <laughs> and then they just cooperated out of mutual interest in the end. Yeah. So, oh, oh, sorry. Well, how can we work together on this? So this firebombing happens. Now, the timing of this firebombing is, in, is interesting because you read the past reporting. Okay, this firebombing happens late September. Black Coffee Northwest initially attempted to raise $100,000 uh, through a Kickstarter campaign, although the effort came up short. So I, at first I thought that meant they used Kickstarter to raise money because of the firebombing. No, what that means is the business was struggling so they tried a $100,000 Kickstarter campaign. It was underwhelming, the response. Then the firebombing happened. Oh, well, that's very convenient. And now the racist swastika incident on the sign happened. So it's very odd how the racist incidental fundraising opportunities happen when the honest fundraising effort failed. That's the timing mm -hmm. of what happened here. And even Almost if... Cover up that minority youth are too incompetent to run a business. <laughs> okay. Disavow, disavow, disavow. There are some, there are, there are some, not all hashtag, not all. Well, I know when I'm looking for a CEO of my company, I, I only want black chicks under 17. That's all I'm looking at. <sighs> Send your hate mail to blonde in the belly of the beast at gmail.com. Also, Susan, I'll read it. <laughs> Susan. I call for your kindness once again. Or a person that's on the inside that's keeping our show on inexplicably, even though we're banned from D-Live. got a lot of strings to pull this time, dude. I'm sorry. I, I did not plan that. Uh, anyway, um, back to the story. Even if the facts are true as presented, uh, imagine caring as much or more about this as they did about the Chaz stuff, which resulted in businesses destroyed and people actually killed. Like This is Seattle. This is the same city that was under the siege of... Antifa and Black Lives Matter anarchists taking over entire blocks of the city. And now We're this is news. I forgot about that. Yeah, now this is news. Oh, there's like a slight discoloration of the wall outside of a business. That's oh. news. That's that's criminal vandalism. They literally drew dicks across entire blocks of the city all summer and killed people. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, this is news. And somehow this is news too. How's this for a Florida headline? Former WWE wrestler offers $20,000 reward to find suspect who defaced a manatee. That's right. A manatee on the, how do I say this? Homosassa River? Homosassa River? Homosassa River. The Homosassa River in Florida. It's north of Tampa. There was a, uh, a manatee that was found with Trump scratched into his back. Here's what that poor manatee looked like. Uh, here's some video of it under the water. It's just got Trump scratched into its back. Okay. The wrestling star, this, uh, who is, what's this guy's name? I don't even know. Some kind of wrestling star. His name is Dave Batista. He says, uh, if there's not a reward, I'll, I'll put up $20,000 for the low life scummy maggots. M-A-G-A, -A, MAGA, like maggots. The maggots that did this, plus bonuses. U.S. Fish and Wildlife is investigating. Now, it may appear like injury, but the perpetrators apparently just scratched the word into the algae on the creature's back, not actually into its skin. Manatees, I guess, move so slowly that they, the algae accumulates on them. 
probably felt good. The manatee was probably like, ooh, thank you. <laughs> so the algae will grow back and the animal will be fine. But in Florida, it's against the law to feed or even touch a manatee. Manatees are also federally protected by the Marine Mammal Protection Act and the Endangered Species Act. So under federal law, harassing a manatee, I don't know if this counts as manatee harassment, but if it does, manatee harassment can carry a $50,000 fine and or up to a year in prison. The Center for Biological Diversity is also offering a $5,000 reward for any information leading to a conviction. So what do you think? Do you think this is, uh, is this authentic pro-Trump behavior or is this some creative hoax hate or what are we looking at here? Creative hoax hate. Why would anybody do that? Why would I don't any... get... Even if it, I like, it... I'm going to go carve it into a manatee's back. Even if it was a hoax, I don't understand. Cause it's like, what are the odds? This manatee pronunciation is weird. Manatee manatee. You really got to enunciate manatee. What are the odds? This manatee is even found if he's just in a river. How did this even get discovered? I guess. Probably not going anywhere. I don't How know. How did it get that's a good question. Um, 50. Can you imagine getting $50,000 in fines for doing that seems preposterous. Like you're, you're in jail for a year, you're in federal prison. And then it's like some dude picking his teeth that just raped a bunch of chicks. And he's like, so what, what'd you do? I wrote Scratched Trump in the humanity's back. Yeah. Well, uh, the truth is out there. If you have any more information on the fate uh, or or how this happened to this poor manatee, please send it my way. I want to know the uh, the truth of what happened. Anyway, that's a show. We'll call it there. All right. Okay. Thank you Next guys on, on D Live again. I wish I could read your chats, but you know they're banned. Thank you, darling. Eight says, have a break in my zombie meds. So checking in, hard to keep from being discouraged when not on pain meds. Almost impossible when you are. You just don't quite care quite as much, man. Well, I hope whatever condition you are treating uh, loosens its grip on you and that you can get off those meds soon. All the best, Darlene. Thank you. Eric Ervick. No, no. Thank you, sir. Unorthodox thinker. Pray for us here in Australia. The government is going to ban people from going to recreational venues, government offices and flying overseas unless you take the vaccine. Cherish your freedom. They're coming for us, too. Don't you worry. Uh, we're just never going to see each other again. Hmm. If in other countries um eric nurberg at lax waiting to go home to seattle airport restaurants have their seating closed and people are eating their takeout orders in their clothes in the in on the closed tables anyway well yeah <laughs> wow coronavirus is spreading rampant what insanity uh grits and gravy love you guys we love you too two way says the milf and matt show i will take what i can get these days uh eight <laughs> Says, my wife is in labor with her third child, so I want to share the great news. Now to go back to taking care of her. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. Much appreciated. And uh, well, I would say you shouldn't have been, even been tuning into this show at all in such a circumstance. <laughs> but There's a lot of downtime in labor. I'm sure there is. I hope to discover one day what the experience is like. And congratulations to your family. Peter Edwards, enjoy the Legal Man interview, Blonde. Thank you, everybody. Check it out uh, on my channel, Blonde and the Belly of the Beast. Andrew Cruz, two things. One, Matt and the MILF show is catchier. And can you play the oven ready sounder? Where does it come from? Uh, it comes from the interview with the JJ What's Her Nuts and Jack Dorsey on Rogan with Temple. Yes. I don't have All the right? sounder handy, but it is the episode of Jack, Vijaya at Twitter, and Tim Pool. It's somewhere in there, and Vijaya is reading. Here's an example of the hateful things we've discovered Day of the Brick, Day of the Rope, day Oven of Ready. Uh, what is the um, Sadiq Khan one? I'm a, uh, I'm a short gay 
Muzzy or something like that. I don't have that one handy either, but it's Sadiq Khan reading hateful tweets read uh, sent to him at the 2018 South by Southwest conference. And he's reading through them and it's just Sadiq Khan is just a gay muzzy terrorist. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Yeah, that's correct. Freddie saw (laughs) the meetup was a bunch of fun. I I do have that one. Here it is. Here it is. Sorry. Sadiq Khan is just a gay muzzy terrorist. Yeah, that's the one. Me every time. Freddie Sauce, uh, the meetup was a bunch of fun. I'm not looking forward to the intro change, but yeah, new president, new intro. I'll get the Romans and nails ready blonde. Not hot anymore. Ever heard of MILFs? Nobody's actually into MILFs. It's just a way for uh, women to feel better about their destroyed postpartum bodies. Mm. Get real. Esoteric Unbound Blonde. Damn it, buy a decent camera. I watch your legal man interview. He's a nut, but you look stunning. My simping money should be spent for the benefit of the audience. You know, our um, connection issues and my potato camera is actually not a function of the webcam that I own. I have a really high quality webcam. It's the best one on the market still. Um, I don't think that an improvement in my camera would even affect the quality of our live stream. We have some, it's not, it's not the camera itself. It's the, it's the difficulty of having a live show like this across the internet. Um, And we have some options for what we can do and I'm still considering them. Uh, But you know, the, for now, the reality, all, all the options have their flaws. This option does have some quality dips and some improvements. The thing is like back when you were in Seattle, we both had fiber and there were almost never, it almost never dipped. Now that you're on cable, it does have some dips. Well, you know, we do the best we can, but, uh, then the other setup, I also, uh, I pre-recorded with a, a studio quality 4k camera. I, I could not live stream that way, even if I wanted to. Maybe there's a way, but you wouldn't stream at 4K resolution. You know, that's not going to happen. No, and put in fiber. I should just tell you this offline, but to put in fiber in my house, it costs $400 a month. That's, we should, we should inquire with that company again, because that seems so insane. Sometimes installation costs are high. Company out here at Spectrum. Spectrum handles fiber too, and Spectrum sucks. I used to to deal with uh, Spectrum, but I don't deal with them anymore. Well, I would deal with anybody else if any other internet company in Coeur existed. Yeah. I've tried every single one. And the only other one that's competitive, they're like, we actually can't install at your house because uh, you have a tree that blocks the service. <laughs> well, they I do have to, they have to run the cable, but there's no way around the tree. They just said they were looking at my house on Google Maps and they're like, oh, we can't do it because this tree blocks the service signal is what they said. What the fuck? Like yeah. when they had it installed, when fiber was installed at my house, they had to run a cable under my lawn. Like, okay, I get that. No, but. I would, they don't even, what the, the competitors don't even offer fiber. It they were just couldn't do my internet at all because of a tree. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I okay. Got problems out here. Sean Anderson, um, new name for the show, MILF and the alpha cheers from communist. <laughs> Canada. We've come okay. a long way. Thank you. Yeah. I don't like that. Um, somebody's Asian name living in Japan. It's hard to make your live call in show. Finally had a day off and figured out discord on Thursday and windstorm. I know I'm really mm. sorry. There was no way that show was going to happen. Five days. Of that no is pretty service. insane. We will be back on Wednesday unless something else happens. Sorry. Sorry for the uh, delay. Francois de la Pironi says came for Matt. Stay for blonde. Curious about the name search for Bill Clinton and Peyronie's disease. I, I, mm. Matt can do that actually while I'm, uh, while I'm How do you spell it. It's a P E Y R O N I E disease and Bill Clinton. Uh, 
Theodore Rex. Happy birthday to my sister in base Brisbane. Lots of love from the side of Inaminka. P.S. Blonde, any tips for, for an expectant mother? Um, just try to, to get through the pregnancy and don't read too much. It's not really going to help you get through labor and, and just, just do it when it happens. Just worry about things as they happen. I thought you were talking <laughs> to me about this Bill Clinton case. So it sounds like it's related to the Paula Jones accusations and uh, Bill Clinton exposing himself in an Arkansas hotel room. And uh, he had he had some kind of disease. I don't know. I can't read into the details for now, but it's out what there. What kind of disease? It sounds like it's something related to the genitals. Ew. I can look Is up it what the... Mark Is it boils on the genitals? Well, now let's, I want to let's, let's see. Um... It is a disease of a non-cancerous condition resulting from a fibrous scar, scar tissue that develops on the uh, penis and causes curved, painful erections. Is it from circumcision? <laughs> is it from what? Circumcision? Uh, yeah. Is it? it I don't is. know. It, I don't. I don't see a reference in this Mayo Clinic article, but yikes! Uh, apparently, it he's can't... got real curvy. Does Bill Clinton? Uh, that's really gross. I don't, I don't want to think about Bill Clinton's penis. Uh, MW says YouTube sucks. It does indeed, but we're kind of stuck here right now. Uh, President Meg Thomas said, I will vote for MILF in the, MILF in the alpha. Although in the alpha spirit, maybe alpha in the MILF. <laughs> <Screw> <laughs> hunky, hunky buck. What they don't realize is that only the First Amendment permit that is legitimate is the Second Amendment. Mm. Truer words have never been spoken. One angry weeb. Well, then, this is it. The coup d'etat is complete. It's going to be a rough four years. Everyone hunker down and be ready for it. Something that this uh, power outage has taught me is that I'm not ready for shit. I'm mm. like, ooh, internet. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I can't do anything. I'm so bored. We played Scrabble last night. Josiah Magnuson says, I'm in the military and weapons are usually carried with, without a magazine loaded and without a round chambered. It's common practice even on military bases. That makes sense sense so maybe it's not weird i don't know my only question would be is why are the guardsmen at other states carrying with a magazine or maybe it's not unique to dc i don't know could be overblown just seems weird to the observer but i won't doubt uh i won't doubt your experience npc broadcasting i like the name change it's time blonde delete my emails uh lucky for you i don't read my emails ever (laughs) michael anderson cutie and the data Hottie and the hater. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Let's just simplify. Probably, I appreciate the spirit, though. Yeah. They probably realized just how stupid it would be to assemble a huge mass of people sworn to protect the Constitution to give them ammo right outside of the most egregious violators of it. Yeah, maybe. I think he's talking about the magazines and stuff. Yeah, there yeah. are bad optics associated with it, no doubt. For them, I mean, I don't think it's bad optics. Well, it's bad optics to me to the extent that you're violating rights, but I don't see a, what I'm saying is I don't see a high capacity magazine and I don't think, ooh, scary rifle or something like that. Yeah. Um, Buddy56, D Live cucked, can't super chat on your show there. Uh, where else can we support the shows? Uh, you, everything is available on the website, mattchristensenmedia.com. If you'd like to avoid YouTube and still do a live chat in this way, Streamlabs would probably be the route. But man, now I'm going to have to figure out what the hell's going on here. And I will cert- DLive has been responsive to me in the past. I will certainly be sending them a strongly worded email that will absolutely persuade them to change their course, I'm sure. They're going to be like, oh, you called us pussies, so... <laughs> no, I definitely will get in communication with them. And, and t- I know they read them and I know their response. I'll say, guys, what are you doing? Like, you understand why you have a prospect for success here, right? If you 
duplicate YouTube's activities. And the reason, if you duplicate the, re, the, the stuff that YouTube does that's causing people to leave YouTube, you will be totally irrelevant. You're not going to eclipse YouTube that way. Whatever they know that. Um, like my antlers, uh, they want the troops there for show. The Dems are so untrustworthy and their performance is so bad that they can't even trust their own troops to not turn on them. Mm. Maybe that's it. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Uh, Clinton Scanlon says, active military here, ammo in the military is tightly controlled. It's almost comical. Commanders don't want some guardsman, guardswoman, guards creature <laughs> getting panicky and shooting a civilian. Well, what's the point? Guards are. Yeah. yeah, really. Guard. Thank you for the uh, uh, info. Tom 1212 calling it lone gunman. Clearly, clearly a Trump supporter rushes inauguration stage. President Biden struck no medical updates. VP Harris to be sworn in amid, amid heavy security at an undisclosed location. Yeah, I thought I it was going to be it. a coronavirus death, but that wouldn't surprise me at all. Sam from Ohio. If more conservatives understood the 17th Amendment, the Senate is a populist welfare machine which exists solely to undermine states' rights. This is by design and cannot be fixed by voting. Did, haven't we talked about this on the show before? Yeah, we should not have made senators popularly elected, right? I'm correct on this. Double check. I'm 17th amendment is the popular election of uh, senators, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The whole point was, um, was the Senate was designed to represent the States and the balance of power was supposed to be between the people and the States. And, and, uh, we've betrayed that. And now we've made, um, now we've made senators just popular representation within the States. So they, they don't have the effect that they were designed to have. Now, why does that matter? Uh, keep in mind things the, the people generally have uh, passions that they're going to pursue. And that's, that's really what the house is designed to represent most closely represent the people. But if the Senate is representing the States, well, let's say that the U S Congress imposes a bunch of unfunded mandates on the States or a bunch of federally mandated nonsense that the state governments are not equipped to handle. Suddenly the state government, the state uh, house and Senate are going to get really pissed at their representation in the U S Senate. And they'll be more inclined to remove and replace them. And that is representation that matters when you just have the power of the people wielding the federal sword to strike down on anyone and everyone. There's really no balance of power there anymore. You kind of have a balance of power because at least each state has equal representation in the Senate, but they're not, but they're representing the fundamentally the same thing, the people as opposed to the state governments in those states. Two-way says, breaking news, Trump supporters in a coordinated attack have infected, infected President Biden with dementia virus. All Trump supporters to be arrested. Hmm. Big red doggy heard a rumor about no ammo being issued to guard because of who they may have voted for. Wouldn't that be something? That was kind of hinted at in the piece I was reading, that at least there was ideological screening of those deployed to D.C. And that was actually in the Army Times. That's not even rumor. It's just a question of what is that screening? They say, are you a terrorist? Well, what's a terrorist anymore? Yeah. Are you, do you sympathize with domestic terrorists? Yeah. Liz Howell. Hey guys, thumbs up on the name change. Glad to see you still here. Wow. We get, we get one in the yes column for the name. <laughs> no matter what, no matter, there was no way to win on that. And I know that you, you change one hair and you're going to get, uh, you're going to get flat. For like two weeks, you had the white background. Oh, it was longer than that. It was longer than that. Okay. But um, speak. Yeah, it was it was a few months, maybe. Speaking of which, though, I'm still working on that set space and I'm just waiting on one more piece. I hope you guys are going to like the new, I, I actually feel really good about it. I think people are going to like the new set space a lot more. So it's going to be a lot more professional and cool and just uh, it's just going to look a lot better. So I'm really excited to unveil that. That'll be coming maybe February. 
I look forward to upgrades on your end so that the juxtaposition with my setup just continues to look worse and worse and worse. Yeah. Maybe you, I can get a backdrop or something. The one thing I never want to, I don't want to duplicate like a cable show. You want some character, you know, I don't want, I don't want to try right. to compete with Fox or something like that. I want it to be an internet show and internet shows have weird connection issues sometimes. Sam from Ohio, the creation of the Fed and ratification of the 16th and 17th Amendments guaranteed America's downfall. Income tax and the power to create money is the quasi-abolition of private property. That is true. Do we ever really no. own private property if it's taxed? No. no that, that's why property taxes, uh, I, I don't think, I think at a fundamental level, pretty much all taxation is immoral, which is why we have an obligation to reduce it as much as possible or decentralize it as much as possible. But property tax, uh, yeah. Who, it, it's indefensible. It really is. Whose property is it? Like you're asking. Matt Grendel. Uh, my Grendel says army, at least no one gets ammo unless very strong likelihood of meeting it too much risk of accidental discharge, misuse, etc. Aside from range ops, never had ammo in Korea, had to sign it out only for flights in Bosnia, early days of OIF. Operation Iraqi in, freedom. Yeah, all swing Indies had ammo. Hmm. Maybe this, I guess this isn't that weird. It's just, um, well, I guess maybe the weird thing is just that we have deployment of the National Guard on this scale for a political event in the U.S. But I don't have a lot of things to compare it to. The only thing I have to compare it to, like I said, is just the juxtaposition to other state capitals. Yeah. Esoterica Unbound, a more significant sign of the end of our rights is the shutdown of the March for Life, supposedly because of the virus. The march has gone virtual, meaning no popular opposition to be seen here. Oh, I know. Yeah. And this is from Matt Grendel. I forgot. We love you. You're very special. Thank you. And I'm sorry I called you Mike Grendel. That was in poor taste. That was mean. <laughs> I can't be the first person to sound that, though. Uh, Lapco 92. They need 21,000 National Guardsmen at the inauguration so the media can fawn over the crowd of 21,013 people. By far, Biden's biggest draw. 100%. Black magic. Oy vey, guys. Just let your god emperor perish beneath the sands of time. You can still vote for us. Uh, Republicans, as we lose your culture by inches while you we give tax cuts to the rich black man. That's so naughty. You're so trying to get naughty. us in trouble. That's Susan, mate. Um, I don't know. I'm starting to think that Susan is the free speech advocate after all. Since <laughs> just slapped us with their giant Michelle Obama vagina. Yeah. Well, no, that's not. You mean your giant swinging Michelle Obama nutsack, Michael no, Robinson? About it. And I was like, I don't believe that she's actually a man. And then we looked up that that bush woman disease where they have the huge labia. That's and decided right. I that forgot. Yeah. That's how so we Michelle Obama, this. She's not a man, but she does have a monster box. <laughs> no dispute that. Thunderstorm. Right protesters, please stop following socialists and letting the police herd you to danger. Uh, yeah, but the right doesn't really exist in the way that we thought it did. You know? Mm. Constitutional conservatives can kiss my ass and everybody should watch my legal man interview what? about that. Yeah. I just, I guess I, I, I better can't. pucker up. I'm definitely a constitutionalist. No, I understand that the constitution is a beautiful document that we should respect and try to enforce at all costs, but uh, the enforcement is not happening and nobody's abiding by it and nobody gives a shit. So does it matter how important the values are within it? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Because I, I, even if you grant that it has decayed to a state of, um, it's just been betrayed into meaningless at this point in order to restore prosperity, restore peace, res restore all of those things. Something like that would have to be restored. Otherwise it's just going to be pure chaos yeah. and, and, and never ending mob battles. 
Yeah, but how do we restore that without creating an entirely new society? Because no one's going to listen to us. I'm like, look at uh, I, I'm less optimistic that's going to be possible than ever before. But that, but that still, I would. Those values, um, those values are eternal truths. Those values mm-hmm. are true outside of whether we write them in a political document or not. The political document just kind of enshrined what's observed in the natural world, and that's why it's why that's why it was um, so was so successful, or potentially could still be successful. But you know, it's encountering a rough patch as we've decided to throw it in the trash. A but, rough patch. We can't even peacefully assemble to to protest, which is our constitutional right, yeah. without permit which is obviously unconstitutional. And then they're, uh, they're, you know, being tightly held by the state and vetted for ideology, the protesters. Yeah. I, and so I would say it's not those values that failed or changed. It's us that failed and changed. That's what I would say. Yeah. Bobby Collins, uh, Biden, why do we let these coloreds in here? Me, <laughs> because you wanted more votes. <laughs> and it worked like See, a charm. Seagram's Jen also sent me a very generous donation on my channel, and I will read that book. Thank you so much. Um, Biden's earlobes keep attaching and unattaching. Someone is talking to him on a mic, I think. His older picks, they aren't ever attached, neither are his boys. Um, hmm. I'm sure that she, that he's getting fed because sometimes he's coherent, and I don't think that that's really within him. You know, James Atkins, as far as the National Guard goes, my brother in the Guard was just telling me today that they frequently carry without ammo. Shout out to Garion overseas, your show. Sorry, I said all that stuff about the National Guard. Garion, sorry. You got to kick out that sandwich chick, though. She's got to go. Gotta go. <laughs> thank you for uh, the info. Appreciate it. And thank and you uh, to your family and your brother for serving the country as well. Ryan Cooper, if you call an Uber after murdering someone and that driver speeds away at over 15 uh, miles per hour, which is a felony in some states, then the Uber driver gets felony murder. Um, mm. I think you have to be involved in the commission of the crime. Mm. Uh, Fataku says, Matt and I once made love. He led a throbbing insurrection against my incoming administration. My little soldier stood at attention, but Matt brought the Navy. Ugh. Filled my rotunda with semen. I'm sorry, Mrs. Christensen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you. Oh, Lord. That was a rough one. Harvey Prentice, the Charlottesville protester said, you will not replace us, and people called them crazy. Now it's announced aid will be prioritized to minority and female businesses. Somebody is getting replaced. <laughs> well, we didn't even have time to talk about that thing from Biden, yeah. Yeah, was the canary in the coal mine, wasn't it? Uh, Charlottesville is Charlottesville could end up being more of a... A playbook than anything else by the end of this that that's that certainly is a possibility darren so by the media standards i witnessed arguably the greatest coup and insurrection attempt of modernity by a bunch of idiots who were so dedicated to this that they obey laws and left their weapons home yeah i'm supposed to believe that hmm. um capitalism for the win hey everybody with a recent with the recent censorship i've set up a bunch of local telegram groups just search for beauty and the beta in the telegram search and see if I have made a group for your local area fight censorship. You're going to have to change that pretty soon to Matt and Blonde. <laughs> well, thank you. Actually, we've had requests to set up telegram infrastructure. So if you're, if you are passionate about telegram and you want to work about out on this, or you have something set up, just send me an email. Maybe we can work on that. Cause I know people are interested in that. Appreciate it. Thank you. Pineapple girl says, look up Elkhorn Four felony murder case. I think I've heard about this homeowner shoots one of four burglars dead. Burglars tried and convicted of felony murder, even though they didn't have a weapon. And one of them was in the getaway car outside. That's so crazy. Wait, so I they tried actually- to they tried to rob a house. The homeowner shot them dead. One of the people got charged with felony murder because his friend got killed. 
all of the the three remaining got charged with felony murder for the one that was killed. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a really bizarre case. But I have I have got to reload. But I have less of a problem with that than this capital murder thing because at least they all had discussed that they were going to be involved in the commission of a crime. I guess my question about that is if you if it's a felony murder case, how can you not call the homeowner a murderer? That's not. Yeah. That wasn't a murder that he committed. That was self defense. Um, I, I got to read. Uh, Long Dong John says, Matt, and I once made love. He told me to treat him dirty. So I tied him to a chair and made him watch me put the milk in before the cereal. That's and that's just disgusting. And that's that's outright torture. I would rather I would gladly submit to the forthcoming communist apocalypse before I would allow you to make me witness such things. David K. Well, screw D live. Where can we watch the stream after YouTube ban? Can I get a wiki wiki? Um, <laughs> yeah, here you go. We're on yeah, but the thing is, nowhere else streams it live. YouTube and DLive is all I have right now, and I'll, I'll throw it up elsewhere if there are viable platforms. And if we had to, I guess I would just make the show not live and post it anyway, but that would be a slightly different show, and that's not, it's no longer a live stream at that point. So hopefully we don't have to do that, but I'll have to, I'll have to think about what our options are. Don't at 2K, I was primed for a 50-state armed protest, and all I got was that second-rate commie flyer. <laughs> Yeah, Bill McPherson, DLive was accused of being alt-right for allowing free speech. They've demonized most who are political. On my show, the ends justify the memes. I like a good pun. We got the notice of X-List while covering January 7th. Well, thank you for the info, Bill. And uh, Well, we're going to have to send him an email, like I said. And then, uh, Bill, Bill, if you guys find another place for your show, live stream-wise, send it my way, because now I'm, now I'm shopping. Yeah, and I will be on Bill's show next Saturday, so mm. check that out. The 23rd? Is that Saturday? I don't know. I'm going on the 23rd. Uh, Jacob says, chickens are fine as long as you don't mind crowing at 1.30 a.m. to remind you your sleep schedule is crap. Rabbits leave little holes for you to break your ankle in. Ducks are the spawns of Satan. Yeah, <laughs> the thing about all this, this future world, is that I don't want to be a fucking farmer, but I guess I'm going to have to because uh, that is what we're all going to do, apparently. I don't want to do it. But I will. I, I would gladly become a farmer for the promise of being left alone. But I don't know if I'll ever get that promise. They might just be enforced upon me. I know. Fat hooligan. Blonde. Glad you're back to making content. You're actually a really good interviewer. Why do you say actually like that's a surprise? <laughs> uh, strong guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, Fat Hooligan. Um, you're actually okay. You're okay. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Tom Batraw says, wow, the Democrats rushed to impeachment so fast they left the facts behind. If the insurrection was planned, how is it Trump's fault? If it's Trump's fault, why ban parlor? See, yeah. we're still falling victim to this idea that the facts matter to the left. Like, they give a shit. I mean, come on. Um, thank you for that. Uh, I like to insult all the people that send us live streams. I don't know <laughs> why I do this. Or uh, super chats, knuckle hunky buck. So does this mean that they're finally going to do an investigation into Osama bin Laden and 9/11? I think you know the answer to that. Don't hold your breath. Yeah, uh, buddy. Fifty six. All political speech behind a mask shall henceforth be considered a deep fake, as per Article sixty nine, Section twenty seven of the Constitution, and be punished by twenty fire ants fed into the urethra. <laughs> That's a good one. Gizmo seventy nine predictions for twenty twenty one policies. I think there's going to be a sweeping two a i don't know how they're gonna do it but they're crafty it's gonna be something about the coronavirus like we can't or no it's gonna be like the insurrection everybody's gonna be a domestic Prevention act, yeah or something like that. Yeah. uh as a, unless they if they nuke the filibuster all bets are off 
Uh, if they don't, then they can still do a lot of things through um, what's the name of the process they have in the Senate where they only need a simple majority. Basically, they can handle tax and spend matters with a simple majority filibuster proof as is. OK, mm-hmm. so I'd be worried about tax issues, spend issues, general financial matters. There's there's talk of them going after fifteen dollar minimum wage now, too. But I would predict financial I would predict taxes to increase. I would predict spending to go insane, even more insane than it already is. And um, and I think they'll go after guns. But unless they change the rules, they won't be able to do it without a without nuking the filibuster. Um, oh, they'll be money printing, too. And Biden is is talking about amnesty for 11 million illegals, too. I think that's going to be a priority right away. And there's enough there's enough soft Republicans that they could probably get that done. There's I think there's enough Romneys who will virtue signal about the uh, love in their heart and vote for amnesty. What a fag. Why did everybody become such a fag? I mean, if they do that, are they real? Are they going to have to admit that there are 30 million illegals in this country? The number I saw in their proposal for the bill is 11 million. They're saying they're going to legalize 11 million since like 2011. And they say they're going to legalize 11 million, but they don't explain how they got to that number. To me, it just means you're going to legalize everyone, but that's not 11 million if it's everyone. Mm-mm. Carl's opinion. They have no credible threats. This is just a talking point to wit. The Trump people are so dangerous. We need 25,000 troops to protect the Capitol, like Pelosi calling the joint joint chiefs of staff talking point. Trump is dangerous. Yeah, I know. I know. This is so absurd. Otter's going to odd. Waiting for Blonde's laugh again. That alone is worth the support. I don't know why I think it's so funny, but it's the thought pun. Uh, keep high hopes and Sandy safe space places going. Safe places going. Um, a big otter chirp and fox scream favorite way to unwind every week we appreciate it Thank politically you. defiant so they removed trump from home alone too but what about little rascals where trump plays macaulay culkin lookalike father he's i don't know that. is that is he trump plays the macaulay culkin lookalike father lookalike not... father oh holy shit is he actually in it yeah as donald trump is waldo's dad you're right i didn't there he is that's yeah. What are we going to do about that? I totally forgot about this. Wow. Thank you for the tip. Carner Vaughn says Canadians burned down the Capitol in the white house 207 years ago today. You guys are wimps. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're, maybe we need Canadian. What team? Well, I guess if we have the civil war, Canadians are going to be on, we know what side they're going to be on though. We can't get their help. If we have to get our strength from the Canadians, it, it's, it's over. over. It, yeah. You guys just throw hot poutine in people's faces and act like it's an insurrection. Um, <laughs> Christian Staub says, where was Swalwell when the Beastie Boys were inciting violence to preserve one rights to one's right to party? <laughs> <laughs> that is well phrased. That was a good one. It, that, that's it's a good deep cut that takes a second to get it. I like it. I like Thank it. you. Uh, Zoe Fenderblast says, if people haven't recognized by now that the Dem rhino political machine is blaming Trump for crimes they have committed, then sucks to be them when the pendulum swings back, swings back. Hope y'all got your preps squared away. Bake some brownies for your neighbor. Mm. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm in the best position I ever have been prep wise and, you know, I'm working on being a friendly neighbor too. So think I'm in a good spot meeting with some of our neighbors in the next few weeks to talk about a mutual homesteading situation. Mm. So hopefully uh, we're able to figure that out. Sounds like terrorist Uh, activity, Susan, you better get on it. Mark Duquesne. 
Uh, what software do you guys use to broadcast the show? If DLive keeps cucking, I'll accelerate getting a P2P community powered video sharing network up and working. PeerTube mm. just added OBS streaming. I don't know what any of that means. So yeah, we Sky use OBS. Connect. I use OBS to oh. do the stream. So uh, send me an email. Maybe there is something else we can do. Thank you. Um, Paul Redacted says, an appeal to arms into the God of host is all that has left us. Patrick Henry, almost every word of that speech applies to what's happening today, which is probably why I love it so much. Hmm. A standing army of 20K in the Capitol. The only thing that can come of this, regardless of who sits in the Oval Office on the 21st, is a Rubicon uh, is about to be crossed. The great hullabaloo is upon us. Yeah, we're kind of the calm before the storm right now. Yeah, I I just I have a hard time thinking this week. Oh, it went totally normal. Nothing happened at all. Okay. Mm. I don't think that's going to be the headlines by the end of the week. Shadow guardian. um, When I was in the national guard, I had a fully loaded weapon while I was guarding food and water points in new Orleans during the hurricane Katrina cleanup. Well, it seems like Mm. they should be now then if they do that, but that makes sense. Uh, JK says you're supposed to bury a body for your family. Blonde 2021. Yeah. Why is this a controversial thing to say? Hmm. I would help my family commit a lot of crimes. Uh, I would give them the benefit of the doubt and I would try to help them. But if they are intent on criminal activity, yeah, then, then I, then I find it controversial. If you're not going to stop them from abusing other people. Well, okay. If let's, my brother told me that he killed somebody, I would be so confident that he did it for a good reason. That I don't even think I'd ask him any follow up okay. questions. Not to implicate your brother, but let's follow this hypothetical even more. Let's say you found out your brother touched a kid. Is it still team brother? No matter what. And he keeps what doing it. <laughs> what did the kid do? Um, and especially that if is you, where I would draw the line. Yeah. yeah. Um, and real quick, just uh, uh, do we Jay, have to use my brother as the example? I know. <laughs> I feel bad because he doesn't deserve that. But your hypothetical brother. Uh, right. j- real quick, JM says mine's app on their own website is still fully functional. Their web pages are still fully functional, huh? I can't. I, um, get, I haven't. Oh, mine's. I haven't been able to get a. Gap I wonder. Like, well, maybe he. Maybe Bill changed it. This is as of a couple of days ago. He was saying that. Um, Lazarus Rex says, did you guys see that Matthew McConaughey was on Jordan Peterson's podcast? Yeah, I did. I thought that was kind of weird. Maybe a semi-based celebrity be nice to have someone more than just Chris Pratt and Vince Vaughn. Yeah, but Jordan Peterson. It's like some of us will still defend him. Some of us still appreciate him. Why? It's 2021 now. You we can all absolute stop. Absolute son of a bitch. I still stand Simper by my guy. Meliora. No matter says, what, no matter how much meat he eats, I'll be there. Uh, <laughs> Twitter is literally made to be addictive and to inflame our most basic instincts of fight or flight. Dorsey is an arms dealer in the war on this country and should be treated as such. I mm. can't. Mm, 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 I'm literally biting my tongue. Uh, Lazar 47. The Democrats showed their hand for the recent capital chaos in the plot of the movie Promised Land in 2012. I'm unfamiliar with this work. It's a movie, so I haven't seen it. But if it's relevant, I'll check it out. Watch any of the movies I told you to watch? No. Uh, did I tell you what we watched instead? What? <laughs> and by we, I mean at my direction. Uh, listener of the show, Michael Schlacht, sent me a link to... I, I didn't know how I missed this. Last year... No, not last year. 2019, there was a movie called Cuck. It was produced 
uh, the premise of the movie is, is that this guy is radicalized by right-wing YouTubers into becoming uh, a right-wing YouTuber himself. And then he goes on this violent rampage. So I had to see what this was like. And it, the, the other premise of the movie is he gets into like actually making cuck porn to finance his endeavors. And then he gets outed and everyone on the internet sees he's a cuck and he goes on a killing rampage. I had to see this. And, the, and it's among the worst movies I've ever seen. If you, if you watch it, you'll think it's bad within the first five minutes. Trust me, it gets way worse. But what you would appreciate if you watched it, which I know you never will, and you shouldn't because it's terrible. But if you did, the alt-right figures in the movie, the uh, caricatures, of they're supposed to be like Richard Spencer, basically, yeah, who are yeah. radicalizing this guy. They actually, they're supposed to be exaggerations, but they actually make excellent points. Like throughout, throughout, <laughs> throughout the movie, that it's like, yeah, that, that's really well-reasoned, and he's correct. But that's treated as like uh, insane radicalism. So yeah, I watched Cuck instead of watching the movies that you told me to watch. What movies did I tell you to watch? Uh, they Live. Okay, yeah. And what was the other one? I forgot the other one. Tremors. Tremors, yeah. And I told you to watch Total Recall. All of these movies you would love, you should watch. I even texted your woman about it and she's like, I'm on it. She was an unwilling but- participant in watching Cuck. In fact, she was pissed off the whole time. I can vouch for that. Oh my God. Those are excellent movie suggestions. Everybody harassed Matt into watching. You would especially like they live <laughs> about communism. Well, I know there's um, so many memes from that movie that I should watch it just to get the memes. It's fantastic. Hmm. Tremors also might be a perfect movie. Okay. Mufisto says, I agree with Matt on this advocating for gatekeepers or curators is just giving a nod to potential censorship, a big brother whom decides what you can or can't know. It's exactly how Twitter and Facebook are right now. Uh, we can't have that blunt. I agree, but I'm just I'm just pointing out that when given a choice, people turn to options that are pre-curated. Uh, the average individual is not smart enough or well-equipped enough to dig through the information to find the truth. That doesn't mean that nobody should be able to we do it. You. I'm just saying. You're if very we're going special. To, Thank you, Mephisto. If, if we're going to have a predominant uh, gatekeeper, which I don't really like that term. If we're going to have a predominant um, curator, then at least we should try to get control of the narrative here. Um, Filthy Nice 88. My 2021 started out with these phrasings. I am the militia and I will to the limits of my civility put my country above myself and exhausted civility smells like gunpowder and brass. Much love. Mm. Great show. CTR Lee. stated. He who controls the media controls the public discourse. He who, who controls the public discourse controls society. Yes, I would like to get control over society. <laughs> I would really not, wonderful. but if I had to pick between blonde and Jack Dorsey, uh, okay. Here, although blonde wouldn't have blonde would reject it on principle. I would think uh, if, if, if they were like, you can have the power or Jack Dorsey keeps it. I obviously would take it. Gotcha. Um, what a world that would be. Boogeyman nine one seven, uh, says cheers. Cheers. Nathan Allen Pinard says ISPs back in the day were declared as utilities in the prov- and provided web servers, but ISPs don't have the bandwidth today that cloud does. It's time we declared cloud mm. servers. Are you really interesting? That is interesting. Um, mm, thank Bobby you. Cullen. I think it could be better to have more gatekeepers. Similar to herd immunity, it could allow fewer areas for a single narrative to flourish since people would hear so many. Your thoughts? Yes. If if we were still in a situation where people like Jack Dorsey could do whatever they could do, but we could also have Parler and Gab and they could flourish, uh, fine. I mean, isn't that ideal? Isn't that what we want? Well, I guess I'm confused who the gatekeepers are in that situation. As long as like they are their own individual gatekeepers on their own platforms, but nobody's banning anybody else from their own thing. 
Right. I don't have a problem with that. Strict, um, strictly speaking, I know it's I where I draw the line with Twitter is the collusion to stop other people from building their own thing. And um, and all that stuff. Twitter can have their nonsensical rules on their stupid platform. I don't like them, but that's why I should be free to go take my business elsewhere. The problem is Twitter is colluding to stop me from doing that. That is the that is the real uh, the real bad behavior here even beyond their censorship on their own place. Uh, Frank Fig, first time donor, long time listener. I don't like the new outro song, but I'm glad you changed the hipster outro song. The song was really jolly AF. I don't know what any of this means. We have the same outro song. Uh, maybe, maybe he means my own personal outro song. I had to change it because my friend ditched, <laughs> said, okay. said he can't associate yeah, with me in good conscience. Um, I really like, I really like the, uh, the uh, the new the new music by um, listener Chris in uh, Australia. I think he's doing really good work, and I think it really fits the theme of my channel well. So, silver lining worked out. Yeah, yeah, and you had to support somebody else. Um, Tori D, let's all give Jacob Blake a standing ovation for that stunning performance. So stunning and brave. Uh, the combined IQ of the room uh, in that interview is barely enough to cook it, to cook an egg. Michael Strahan, if you if you don't know, lispy man that you didn't like. He's a former NFL star, former football player, and now he's just a journalist because, yeah, those yeah. jobs are it totally makes sense to transition from a <laughs> former football player to a journalist. Goes to show the skill necessary to get into the job of national morning show journalist. Yeah, you literally can have a traumatic brain injury and still do it. <laughs> Uh, Polaris 9009 late to the show. We're carrying a live ammo. Yes, we look stupid with empty rifles. I can't tell you why. There's more protesters than the news said. We think it's all a big dog and pony show, though. Mm. Mm. Jarred the Bard says, ex jogger Jacob Blake. Ayo. Larker Chew. Jacob Blake is, is back, and his excuses aren't the only thing that's lame. <laughs> there's one too. All right. Evil Zombie Toe. Not sure if you're aware. That all service members got an email urging us to accept the election results and acknowledge Biden as our commander and thief. Sorry, chief. This didn't happen for Trump. I know. I did. I did That's see not- some of that communication. Yeah, I haven't looked into it, but. Uh, but yeah, get with the program, I guess. Um, Sean McVeigh says, good to know these lockdowns that destroyed the economy did just as much to slow the spread of as the 94 assault weapons banned did a lower crime. Yeah. <laughs> Golden Mulray, Holden Mulray. Regarding ham radio, look up FCC Enforcement Advisory DA2173 released today regarding amateur radios used to commit or facilitate crimes. God bless mm. you both. Jeez, they're going to get everything, aren't they? Matt Sweat. Wow. Sweat like the joggers. Agree with Blonde. The left simply refuses to listen. Recently experienced this with some of my own family. Not stupid people either. Literally ignoring facts while fully invested in the democratic narrative. Yeah. Mm. Semper ad meliora. To that lady yelling at that girl, would you yell at people driving in a car because your husband died in a car accident? No, then get over it. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make you a good person. Doesn't. Thunderstorm says Blackstica. I like it. Uh, knuckle, Knuckle hunky buck. Firebombed. The message wasn't get out. The message was Black Lives Matter. Uh, yeah, Crimson maybe, yeah. Six. Um, why is it that the vast majority of these racist incidents happen in democratic strongholds and not in the racist deep South? Yeah. Have we done any that are in the deep South? Yeah. Like we're ever? missing uh, a lot from um, the Jackson, Mississippi's of the world or the, uh, yeah. 
the, uh, I don't know, the Montgomery Alabamas. Chubby Stubby, that was no manatee. That was me taking a leisurely swim. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry about your algae jacket. Buddy 56, Dave Batista is Drax the Destroyer Reform Guardians of the Galaxy, of three galaxy. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I'm just Uh, I'm unfamiliar with his wrestling career, acting career. I don't know the guy, but apparently he's big in progressive politics. Son of the Wolf. No, no. Thank you, sir. Geo Wolf says going to guarantee it wasn't a native Floridian that did that. As you were well aware about how manatees are protected. If you grew up there, especially on the coast or hmm. waterways. Yukon Don, big donation. Love you both. God bless. God bless you. Yukon Don. Thank you. I am not going to be niggardly. <laughs> YB Nick says guaranteed that whoever took the picture, wiped the algae trump on its back yeah how else would you know yeah um, i guess that Collins. makes sense yeah. just so i understand correctly i'll get fines and fed time for touching manatee babies but i can get paid for killing human babies that is correct and not even a manatee baby a full-grown <laughs> man yeah. wiping some algae off its back yeah yeah correct Eric K. the trace bloomberg ngo sent a letter to gun companies threatening a hit Piece if they don't disavow popular gun YouTube channels falsely claiming they incited DC riots and election yeah. fraud claims. I saw Mr. Guns and Gears video about this. They're, they're, Michael Bloomberg's organization is going after all the gun gun tubers, gun YouTubers, to try to implicate them in what happened. Even though most of them never even talk politics, they just talk about guns and review guns, and that's about it. Hmm. <sighs> okay. Meadily says, gang, got your new show name, Day of the Prick, Day of the Soap, Love and Ready. <laughs> <laughs> That's an option. A little long, I think, a little long. Uh, Buddy 56, per the Constitution conversion, do we fight to destroy the nation in place currently to preserve the value of the document? I mean, I, I think yes. Uh, I lost my place. Uh, one more time. Buddy 56, um, do we fight to destroy the oh, nation yeah. in place? currently to preserve the value of the document probably yeah uh if if you have to choose between yeah the the document my loyalty is to the constitution above all else as far as the country is concerned it's not to any individual or or anything like that so if it comes to a choice yeah it's constitution or bust yep slosher says thanks for talking about michael obama's monster box now i can never eat a reuben again (laughs) have you ruined me on corned beef is that what's happening now (laughs) I got to reload. Oh, Zachary Duckett says you could live stream on discord and set a subscribe wall for comment. Does discord actually do live streaming? I don't know. I'm surprised they haven't banned us yet either. They threatened to ban us month ago, months ago. Greg Rubino says if you get canceled from YouTube, you could do boomer chats like Jim uh, Goad does on censored.tv. People PayPal their messages in advance. Marina Martina Marcota does Streamlabs in real time on YouTube. Can we just go on censored TV? I thought that was like a, can you just sign up there? I thought that was, I don't like know. A, I thought it was a paywall. Yeah, I thought you had to be like an important person to be over there, a part of their team. I don't know. Um, Semper Sick Tyrannus says, Blonde Sack Up, still effing beautiful. Only second to my wife. Happy 10-year anniversary Aww. to my Joni. Thank you for giving me two beautiful daughters and being the best member, uh, mother. Here's to another 10 plus. Congratulations, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, Knuckle Hunky Buck. Did you watch V for Vendetta yet? That movie gets more relevant with each passing day. I've tried to get Matt to, trying to get Matt to watch a movie is a pointless should, endeavor. Isn't Natalie Portman in that one? Yeah, and she's looking real fine. All the more reason I should watch, I suppose. Fine. Watch for watch V for that vendetta. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Unbound blonde. I don't want to be an effing farmer, me and fellow rednecks. Well, there's another fantasy shot to hell. Oh. It's only because I'm lazy and I don't like doing gross work. 
Like we have a plumbing problem and I'm like, husband, can you deal with this? Yeah. Uh, slasher. Matt, do you like comedies? If you haven't seen them, Tommy Boy, My Cousin Vinny, and Anchorman are all solid. You've seen My Cousin Vinny, right? Surely. Actually, that's the cousin. I've seen them all except for that one. I've not seen My Cousin Vinny. Oh! Sorry. <sighs> Luke Gibson, Blonde, you are already that gatekeeper. We're all here to listen to the two of you and your takes. Keep it up and grow this channel. You know, Matt's going to say that you should... You should uh, try to listen to all sources and everything. I don't think you should listen to anybody but us. Just, just <laughs> us. Well, no, and, and I actually don't have any, I don't have a problem with that arrangement as long as it is voluntary, as long as there's no central authority figure saying this is the truth that you guys will listen to. As long as you're free to come and go as you want or listen to whatever you want or not, I don't have a problem with that. No, I want like clockwork orange <laughs> style opening the eyes blasting the audio yeah. into willing participants ears. Yeah. That's what I want. Um, Saint says things are about to get real silly. Everyone stay sharp, stay prepared. Remember two to the clock and one to the rock is a Mozambique. Hmm. Thank you. I don't know. I don't know the reference. Michael Canoni says, keep preaching the good word. Although we may all be at the end of our political rope, we will tie a knot and hang on. Thank you for the sanity, safe space that makes our resilience possible. God bless. Thank you so much. Move oh, fisto. I, I owe you a Bernie, but my system is screwed up. I am not there we go. There's my Bernie. But close enough. I couldn't um, get it. I am not going to be niggardly. Thank you. <laughs> the issue of curators is more the principle of the matter and what it causes rather than who is doing it. It doesn't matter if it's right or left-wing curators. No one should have that kind of control, I think. Yes. And, yeah. and I am saying that from the perspective of an authoritarian, emotional woman that should truly be stripped of all of her rights. <laughs> fair qualification. That is fair. Yeah. Do you guys still want women to vote? After all the stuff that I've said, are we good over here? Do I need to read uh, John Gray? Last one I have says uh, LMAO. This is funny. Breaking news. Defense officials fear possible inside attack on Biden inauguration and will vet all 25,000 National Guard troops stationed at the Capitol. You think? Yeah, here we go. Here we go. All right. Uh, just a few on Streamlabs. We'll call it a night. Although we are po poised for a three hour stream. Holy cow. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Much appreciated. The last ever Beauty and the Beta titled stream. Might as well clip three hours, oh, I, I suppose. I left off with Phil, I know. Got to find where I left off. Bear with me a second here. Uh, let's see. Phil says, these reporters don't know the meaning of the word unprecedented. It's just another buzzword they use to scare normies into doing as ordered by the powers that be. Enemy of the people indeed. Yeah, that word was driving me nuts over the last week or so, and they're still doing it. It's, it's unprecedented, unprecedented. No, it was easily foreseeable with plenty of precedent. Phil says, um, also says, was talking to a few uh, plan trusters over the weekend, it's depressing how committed they are to the belief that Trump is prepping a storm. Oh, so the, the, yeah, trust the plan type people. At least uh, we are aware that the ATF is coming. The plan trusters won't even expect it when the knock on the door comes. As long as it's Kamala or Beto or both when they knock on my door. When If Beto says, give me your guns, I'm here to take them, and Kamala cackles obnoxiously, I'll at least have a show on my hands, you know. Deuce bag. Uh, thanks for supporting the show. Aaron D says uh, Minnesota's king decided that if we are all good little boys and girls or decided that we are all good little boys and girls. So now we can start going to restaurants again. Single digit percent of COVID cases from restaurants and King Walls closed them in November. Hope 2021 gets better from here. X to doubt. Well, I'm glad that uh, the king has decreed that you are uh, welcome to enjoy your basic rights again. 
That's good to hear. Uh, thank you, man. Kim says, even though I take a black pill every time I watch your show, I'm glad to watch live tonight. Thanks to a useless holiday tomorrow. That's right. It is MLK day tomorrow, but we're not going to have a three hour debate about that one. <laughs> Thanks for the sanity safe space in the midst of all this crazy. Uh, Phil also says principles are for winners. Uh, the right needs, needs a crash course on the friend enemy distinction and the use of power. I'm betting that we will begin to regret the live and let live attitude we have been fostering for so long. Well, it is the, I I still think it is the ideal live and let live, but it's naive to think that there are people that there aren't people in the world who will refuse ever to agree to that arrangement. And the question is, what do you do with them? How do you respond? And when I say, what do you do with them? I don't mean things like PBS style, put them in re-education camps, Susan. I mean, how do you, how do you get left alone by force? Does that make sense? How do I force them to leave me alone? That's the question that we're facing. Yeah. Yeah. I still think that's a defensive scenario. Uh, Shadineer says all the, after all the new, sorry, after all the videos we've watched of lesbians driving their kids off cliffs and trans parents raising non-binary kids, and you aren't for taking their kids, uh, away from that abuse. Well, I wouldn't say that. Um, every time we have one of those cases, that was physical abuse. They were starving those kids. Yeah, that case was was and CPS was after them in multiple states. The cases of like not raising babies and gender neutral kids, those there's a case to be made there. There is a case to be made there. As a general principle, I want to be as I want to refrain from using state power against parents as much as possible. But there's got to be a line. What is that line? We kind of go back and forth on that all the time. Even if the even if there's not physical abuse, there's got to be such a thing as developmental, emotional, mental abuse. Isn't there, isn't that kind of sexual abuse? Potentially. I don't know. I, I, so I'm not saying it's insane. I just, again, I want to be as, I want to be as careful as possible with the exercise, with the use of state power to remove children from parental custody. Crypto crook says, Hey, Matt and blonde, this is a weekly reminder about telegram, a censorship resistant blogging messaging platform with its own infrastructure and a decent web client. So app store removals won't be fatal. Also, Matt, you missed uh, my previous message about ETH. I'm sorry if I, I missed it. Um, I can search for it real quick. Yeah. Uh, I don't see it here. Okay, here we go. Also, we should look at distributed platforms in this regard. Ethereum is the best one, and hopefully it will give us some freedom that we desperately need now. Well, cryptocurrencies might become very interesting in the near future. Uh, thank you for reminding me. And uh, perhaps we'll get on Telegram if I get an email here shortly. Uh, Kim says, I don't know which would be worse right now, knowing what is going to happen or worrying about the unknown. Whatever happens, at least we won't have the community that built, or at least, sorry, at least we have the community that you built and hope in Christ. Here's to trying to find a white pill. Well, community and faith can do wonderful things for you. So all the best. And it sounds like you have your priorities straight. So. Uh, thank you for that, Kim. PG says Twitter is public. Shouldn't the stockholders be voting for the CEO? Those elections are probably rigged, um, <laughs> unlike our presidential elections. Thanks for the clarification. Yeah, Twitter's stock price took a massive nosedive. Same with Facebook and others. Billions of dollars in stock value lost. And you would think at some point the investors would wise up and be like, I don't care how much you got in virtue bucks. I invested for real bucks and I'm not getting my yeah. return. Maybe we'll see that sort of revolt. Kim says, hypothetical question. DoorDash gives users the opportunity to promote your favorite black-owned businesses. If I were to hypothetically promote one-star businesses that fit this category, would that be a hate crime? 
What if those are my favorite? And I think you can do what you want. Do what you want. <laughs> Crypto Crook says, Blonde, you should use uh, or you should consider Starlink that is provided by SpaceX. In the northern states, it should work pretty well. It has low latency and high speed. The equipment costs about 500 bucks, and then it's something about $80 a month for $200, uh, $200 megabyte per second speed. That's really good. If that was the cost, we could do that as, you know, as a business. Yeah. We could make that happen. Um, 400 a month, if that's what they want, well, then we're going to be in no. trouble, potentially. Yeah, that's too much money. Just your standard RWDS says Biden isn't going to be assassinated. It's going to be Kamala. Uh, why else would they pick the least popular, least popular person to be vice president? She'll get capped. Biden will collapse from a heart attack and Pelosi will be smirking from the stands eating chocolate ice cream. Potentially don't count out Hillary Clinton either. I don't think she's out of the game just yet. <sighs> Lastly, hypnagogic monk says HR 25 was introduced to punish members of Congress who objected to the 2020 election. Uh, would you help spread a White House petition calling for action against this unconstitutional garbage? I have a link. God bless you both. Send me the link for sure. I don't know if this is the same as the one we mentioned last weekend from Corey Bush, but there's been all sorts of talk of um, expelling or punishing members of Congress who dared call for even investigation into the 2020 election. We all set? I think we got two more. Let me reload. Um... 2A Education says they can listen to my show too, but other than that, no one else. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. You need gun gun info, 2A EDU has got it for you. Yep. Uh, Rakuza says, please go to the Frontline COVID Critical Care Alliance website to understand how ivermectin, what? Hmm. As part of the eye mask protocol is an effective treatment against all phases of COVID, including prevention. IVM will end COVID-19. Well, I don't like what I'm hearing here. I, I don't know anything about it. I'd have to learn. As part of the eye mask protocol is an effective treatment against all faith. The last thing that we read on this can't be some kind of uh, some pro mask bullshit. Let me I don't know it. what it is. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Ivermectin. Um, because the FDA approves approved drug ivermectin inhibits the rec- the replication of coronavirus. I don't know anything about this. I can't opine. I'm sorry if I have mischaracterized what you said yeah it sounds like maybe it's an effective treatment like hydroxychloroquine something like that oh okay i'm sorry rakuza i've uh i have mischaracterized what you said also i wanted to mention um before my channel gets banned i'm gonna i'm just gonna keep having people on like twitter banned so i'm thinking like owen benjamin rouge v e michael jones alex jones alex jones would be a big get we'll have him on this show I think I could do it. I think I could do it. Well, thank you guys. Some- oh, sorry. Well, Blonde's channel, if you want to check those out. She's going... Uh, she's email me suggestions, too. about Going out in go. flames. Check it out. Thank you guys for hanging out with us live tonight. Uh, thank you for 241 Beauty and the Beta episodes. We will continue with the Matt and Blonde show starting next week. We look forward to it. Appreciate you guys. We will catch you then, because if it's Sunday... No, it's not Meet the Press, Chuck Todd. It is beauty and the beta or the matt and blonde show we'll see you then have a good night